I did that real quickly before we came on air. So you know what? That gave me that made me remind remember reminded me of earlier today when I was finishing up listening to that show. That's how I sounded. <laughs> that should be your Rolled open the gunk ball. in the night. <sighs> All right, listen. I'm going to do this as a mental reminder, and I've decided I'm going to do this as a mental reminder every single time we start our show. Everybody, no cross-talking. Let's all give each other a chance to talk, and let's just have a good, fruitful conversation until Bon Jovi gets here and ruins everything, okay? Exactly. So, happy Halloween to all my friends out there. Um, today is Monday, October 31st, <laughs> in the year 2022 of our Lord. And um, as you notice... Um, um, our our friend Dennis actually just sprayed his hair black for this. <laughs> You've got a scarf. It's too yeah. perfect. The plunging neckline, the yeah. beard is white, the hair is jet black, black. and it looks more real than the actual what Howard. The fuck is Dennis, where's the Coke spoon around your neck? <laughs> you you missed it on OnlyFans. We got to watch Dennis shave his chest with uh, and he used men's hair to even it out. With the power, with the power washer. <laughs> with a lady uh, chick. I know. I tried to do sparkles on my on my eyes, but I don't know if anybody can see it. Okay. Ray, I didn't realize Ray had a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, so here's what we're gonna do today. So, yeah, we're all we all want to talk about the <clears throat> Bruce Springsteen thing, and we want to talk about how that interview went down and all that stuff. But more interesting today is is Howard's. Uh, uh, entry back into the wait, 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 let me talk Howard's entry back into the world of the living and not that it was necessarily an entry because this was like a quickie in and out, you know, he had a, like a, he had a, like a box lunch that um, Yoda's mom prepared for him. He, he had the hallways cleared as usual. He um, probably didn't talk to anybody, shake any hands, say hello to anybody, do anything other than walk in and then walk right the hell out. Um, wait, so let me address the, this weird elephant in the room. Brent is not dead, everybody. So after I saw that on Reddit uh, yesterday, the day before yesterday, I immediately reached out to him and I said, are you okay? And I had gotten like three uh, text messages from people saying, holy shit, Brent died, that Brent died, that Brent died. And he just starts laughing hysterically. And he's like, why no, are you the curator of Brent's essence? Isn't that crazy? How did you get anointed the curator of Brent's Making the funeral arrangements and everything. It's bizarre. Um, he said it's so bizarre to me. He's like, I'm hanging out. I'm at like a rock festival and somewhere or another. He's like, and TMZ called me. And what? Me. Yes. He's like, it's absolutely insane. I was like, you got to admit that obituary that somebody put for you in like, you know, some cemetery funeral legacy thing is pretty fucking hysterical. I mean, it was absolutely classic. But yeah, he's not dead. Um, he's in the middle of doing something. He's writing something. He's doing some sort of documentary. He's doing something. And he said, it's going to knock our fucking socks off. And, 
Um, he definitely is going to give us an interview and we'll see. Yeah, I know. Brent Hatley, it was so funny. Brent Hatley survived by his wife, Catlin, Caitlin, and her boyfriend, Jack Hammer. <laughs> I mean, it was just really, really silly. So, yeah, so he's uh, he's not dead, just in case anybody was still uh, concerned about that. But, you know, it's creepy. When you float those rumors like that, when somebody really wants to make that go, it has to be plausible. It has to be someone that you believe would prematurely die. In a way. So you bought it because you're like, hey, you know, Brent does a lot of drugs. He's in a crazy, crazy flat Florida if anybody could just absolutely drop dead, it would be Brent. Yeah, that's and so yeah, that's why you believe it. Like the, all the Artie rumors, everyone believes it because, yeah, that's that's very feasible. Yeah, it is very feasible. And, you know, like you, you think – I mean, we've always had arty rumors. We always have rumors about like the usual like cast of suspects. But the reality is, is yeah, Brent would be one that I would. <laughs> you, you, you know, I was going to send him a deli platter. Yeah, the <laughs> Cindy Lou. Right um, nice you got halfway note. through. Okay, Radio Gaga, that's a good question. Why hasn't Brent addressed it himself? Now, somebody had said on the, the attention. thread yesterday that he was on the uh, Miserable Men or Uncle Rico's show or something like that. So I'm not necessarily sure that he didn't address it, but I don't listen to that show. Well, on some place that somebody would hear it. Yes, well, of course. Oh. You know, they're going to hear it anywhere where they're, you know, jumping on the um, um that fucking guy out in California's bandwagon and, um, you know, paying him more attention than he deserves. Yeah. So oh, that, fucking guy. That, that fucking this guy, that fucking guy, I'm going to come out with a knockoff gay. show called the, yeah, uh, no, Uncle, Uncle I, I went over show. and I told him, <laughs> listen yeah. here. Okay. So, all right. He loves, oh, he loves the attention too, Monique. Let's yeah, of course Chief, Chief phony feathers. And I will confirm. Of course. You <laughs> So before we get to the Bruce stuff, and let me tell you, the Bruce stuff was really kind of, um, I don't even know how to say that. Overproduced. I, horrible. Boring. Overproduced. Dull. It was actually horrible, actually. The sound quality oh. was uh, uh, offensive. The, the fact that he thought that he was going to start a half hour late because they had to check the sound, and then he comes on air 10 it minutes is. late, and it the is. sound sounds like shit. I had a UPS guy come to the door, and I was trying to listen to it, so I didn't get much through it. Answers the door and he goes, he goes, I'm sorry I knocked because he usually just dropped the package. I knocked. I thought this is kind of, um, I just, the walls were vibrating. So I decided to knock and that's Howard's compression vibrating through the walls. He heard it outside. You're kidding. Yeah. It was because yeah. I had it kind of loud, but his compression vibrates walls. I'm not with no hyperbole at all. The guy heard the wall vibrate. C137 wants to know, did it feel pre-recorded? I don't think so. No, I think it was no, live. I think it, no. it, it was, it was. It was shitty enough to be live. Put it that way. Yeah. It was definitely not something that was done in his um in his basement. You know, it was it was a little bit it was a little bit worse than that actually. It, it, it you know which is so you know what's so weird about this whole endeavor of of going in back into Sirius is that if he did it in that studio sixty nine as he called it, um and it was just the two of them in there. There should have been nothing changed for two right. years. I mean, literally, no one has done anything in that in that in that studio. There should be nothing different. And Howard's sound was incredibly off, and Bruce sounded like he was talking into a Campbell's soup can. Yeah, well, you're gonna hear it momentarily. So, attached yeah. to a microphone. We're gonna listen to it. 
Um, let's see. No, Taco let's... Tuesday, you are absolutely correct. On uh, Twitter, people were saying they shut down the whole floor for Howie. People were wow. pissed. Yes, yeah, so we have that as that. well. Um, so we have a lot of commentary from Jim and Sam, and we're going to talk about that as well. So, yes, we have lots. Tiger lots, Lily, lots, Tiger lots. Lily asking the million-dollar question. What? Did Robin go in? Of course not. No, Howard course has not. no need for her. And There's somebody said it on the listening thread this morning. It's like, so Howard can go visit his mother who has had COVID and, you know, see her in a nursing care facility where, you know, people are pretty much rife with like disease and, but that's okay. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. But you can't see Robin who nope. literally is behind a glass wall nope. when they're really together anyway. Um so he uses it's uh somebody made a really good comment. I'm hoping John, maybe you can find it in that thread. It was just about you know, how do you say to Robin that she can't come in because she's immunocompromised yet you go to visit your mother all the time. Right. And right. it's no big deal, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of weird. So you're gonna hear Howard in a moment. Um which which makes you think the mom thing's fake. Which makes you think he's not oh, actually going there. I mean, do you really believe? No, I think he. Her? No, I think he goes there. But I think, listen, he's such a psychotic man. Yes. Yeah, no are we not realizing after doing the show for six and a half years that he really is a little, a little fucking crazy? Like he oh, really he's a lot crazy. So okay, so yeah, he has a weird, skewed perception of what is right and wrong in the world, and nobody's saying that what he says is right or wrong. It's just. It is. Who is, you know, Robin went to a fucking concert, you know, she was amongst hundreds of people. Yeah. And, and, you know, he thinks well, of it as being a, a horrible affront to go there. So my thought on this is that I, I, in the thread, I had two, two reasons. First of all, Robin probably has a bag and doesn't want to come in with that. Second of all, honestly, what would, she, what would she do? The, the first hour. Okay, stop wait, with wait, the Robin has a bag. She went to the fucking Pearl Jam concert. But, she wait, didn't wait, have a bag for four hours of fucking concerting. But here's the second part. It's a two-hour drive or wherever it is. And she would literally be part of the show for an hour. Because when Bruce was on, she said nothing. She Doesn't was quiet. Matter. How does but, that even matter? Because you know Robin wants to see him. You know she wants to be there. But Howard is minimalizing her. You know, Robin's met Bruce before. Well, that's true. Uh, I found out today. Uh, it was at a Rainforest concert. and she oh, used, It's even she, worse. She used James Taylor as a conduit to get next to Bruce. Wow. And crowbarred herself into a conduit. I mean, that's even worse. That. Robin would come yeah. in. Howard yeah. wouldn't let her. Robin right. absolutely wants to see him. She absolutely wants to be there, regardless. The bag has nothing to do with it, Dennis. I'm I'm going to call well, the. Well, it's also he's marginalizing her. That's the other part. It's marginalizing. Totally marginalizing. Her. Yeah, for anyone who didn't hear the show, today, get rid of her. Artie was the only one they let in the show to listen to it. And <laughs> so okay, so what they basically did is they started just a just a wee bit late, but the entirety of the morning was spent talking about the. Um, travails of getting him into the office as well as really just, you know, sitting and waiting for no. Bruce. That's really all it was. No, Geronimo, I'm usually right. Go fuck and yourself. They just, you have to, <laughs> listen, listen, you're going to, if you're going to talk about somebody in the chat, you have to tell me what they're saying so that okay. people don't bitch during the podcast. I don't even want, I don't even want to present it. Just go fuck yourself. Okay. So just leave it be. Don't even reply to it. <laughs> Do not answer commentary. 
if people on podcast can't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. I, I apologize to somebody in the mockery thread who said this. I, it could be K-Tate. It could be Reno. One of the, it could have been Dennis for Christ's sake. God knows. Um, but so they had a, a theory that, well, Monique says this all the time. He's, this is supposed to be this huge thing is coming in and God knows he can't do one extra second to do a fucking sound test. When you guys were talking about the sound, this is oh, so important yeah. because it's not in his con the very letter of his mm -hmm. contract. He can't do 10 extra minutes to, to, to test this fucking Darth Kermit compression. You realize, minutes. you realize he probably arrived there at six fifty five. Yes. Barbara, I that's guarantee right. he arrived at six fifty five. Yes, and Barbara that's why it started at yes, Definitely, Dennis. Definitely. Um, okay, so let's talk about this a little bit, and um, let's just hear one of the promos. That's... This was going on all morning before the show started. So, <laughs> the Alex Stern Show live starting soon today for the very first time. Howard welcomes Bruce Springsteen. So they already knew starting soon. They already knew it was going to be late. They already knew it was going to yeah. be one of those things where cover your own ass. Total cover yep. your own ass. You know they hit those promos like last week sometime. Oh yes, and you know above and beyond talking about the things he wanted to talk to Bruce about the whole morning was just talking about his preparation for yep. this. Yeah, bragging about having. And like I, you know, we talked about this, and we'll talk about it later. He's Springsteen's been on Charlie Rose like fifty times. He's been on John Stewart's show like five times. Been on Fallon fifty times. This is not a hard get. Everyone in show business has had him on, except Harry. He's been on Kimmel, Christ's sakes, for fifteen times. So this is not yeah. a hard get. It's so overproduced, and the patting themselves on the back is so irritating. But John, the thing is, on those shows, you may have actually learned something new. <laughs> Today we learned nothing. We learned. Less than yeah, nothing. but Dennis, they get seven minutes with him. Howard gets two and a half two hours, hours and yeah. 15 minutes. But who's counting? All right. So Vaughn is going to be joining us because he does want to talk about how shitty the audio. Bat dance. Oh, you There's... really going to do this with copyright infringement? You know how. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it goes. Are you are you kidding me right now? Bumbo, no, I checked. I it's fine. Down. I checked. I checked. It didn't happen. I did it. I did it last time. I did it a few months yeah. ago. It didn't get busted. No. I just. Go, go, go with <laughs> Thank you. Monique, Monique um, I got to back up on this. Yeah. You know, Prince Prince is very That's liberal about using his rights to his music. That's the greatest. So. Yeah, he loves. Yeah. He, lo he loves whenever he uses him and him and Don Henley will have you sent to prison for fifty years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. so Bonnie's joining us because we did want to talk. We we started off. <laughs> there goes Mo's revenue. We started talking off about um, his sound and his quality and the fact that he started only ten minutes late, as if that was enough time for him to prep for the show that he was going to do today. So before you start talking about his audio, let's hear a little bit of it. And any of you who listen to his show or listen to our show, you will definitely see a difference in the sound and the depth of the bass and the quality of it. It just seems kind of weird that this is what he would sound like in the office. On top of that, we're talking about his protocols for coming into the office. So the first clip is really about um, how he had to prepare to get himself into the office. So I'll start with this and then we'll come back to the sound. Humble brag. I gotta tell you, <laughs> Where'd you get being back at work, 
It only took one minute, Robin, and now I am completely <laughs> covered in COVID. How mm. many people did you pass on the way to <laughs> this place? Zero. I got to tell you. <laughs> Where'd you get the COVID then? We had it so buttoned down. I pulled into the building <laughs> and... Um, the guy here who works the elevator, Otis, my old friend Otis, you know Otis. Yes, you saw Otis. Otis yeah. was wrapped up like a mummy. They had him covered. <laughs> uh, everyone who met me at the elevated doors, covered. <laughs> they marched me up here. Every security person is covered. Um, then I got into the office. It is completely empty. That's it. Nice so, brag. That's Somebody wrote that, called yeah. trying to be funny. Monique, I felt like Howard was in a smaller soundproof room and not his studio. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it definitely. Like. The acoustics are way off. So, so you Monique, that's actually in... Otis Thorpe from the uh, Sacramento Kings and Rockets. <laughs> that guy, Otis, is in the Opie video that I sent you, by the way. So He's the guy who's man in the hallway. So are you're you saying that? he wasn't in this luscious, uh, luxurious studio that Sirius keeps dumping money into that's for right. no apparent reason? Doesn't sound like it. You're right because the sound was if, like I said, if he had gone into his studio, nothing's been touched for over two years. He Chief literally Phony could feathers go down and just right. turn the mic on and be the same. Chief Phony Feathers is right. He's Do you so think proud he was in the fishbowl? Because that's right no, by where he be. is. No, no, they just did. They just did Richard Christie's Halloween special. Oh, he, ain't go, he ain't touching that. No way he's going into that. Go into that. Um, Otis, Otis is the elevator operator dude, I think. Not the wait, guy. Otis is the name of an opera, of an elevator too. Otis Elevators. Otis, I think yes. the, it's a tag team elevator crew. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bond, what are you thinking on this sound tonight? Bond? Bond? Oh fuck, he's not there. All right, so we're gonna move on. It's, too, um, it's tomorrow. He, he misses. <laughs> he's, he so, loves. He. I agree with Phony Feathers. He loves it. The, the bragging or the humble bragging about this. He loves to tell his partners wielding this kind of power. He can shut down this whole place, lobby all, all the way on through. Whenever he great, he loves this. He love. I can't I, wait to listen to the Jim and Sam about this because it really does highlight from a different perspective exactly how everybody else. <laughs> I believe in serious uh, thinks about it. So let's move on to other than uh, Bon. Do you left us? Are you? Um, did yeah, you I'm here. Okay. I realized my mic was like really fucking loud. Um, I lowered it actually a little bit, but it still wasn't enough. So you want to talk to us uh, about? The sound? Uh, I don't want you lowering it because if if don't worry about that. Um, I, sound I, fight. Um, sound, I fight gonna... sound fight. <laughs> so. That um that sound sounds like it's um they're missing like a processor and equalizer processor actually on it. It sounds like it's it, it kind of feels like there's a pillow over it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have the treble it needs and stuff. Sorry? Doesn't it sound like he's in a soundproof room though, like not in his normal studio setting uh it sounds about as bad as the first quarantine shows i've never yeah. heard him sound this bad and it, it's, it's stunning that his sound doesn't change for the whole show hours like who's monitoring this and who doesn't immediately go in there within five minutes run in there and go oh, you got to change switch this button or something because or at commercial time at a commercial wait, wait, wait. or something so so they had two commercials before um bruce came in they had a commercial going from uh the seven o'clock to eight o'clock hour or a little after and then they had a for the they had a 15 minute break yeah 
15 minutes or 16 minute break before Bruce came in and neither time they addressed any of the sound, which is, a, which is awful because the really first break weird. was 10 minutes. They had 25 minutes of time to correct it and did nothing. Zero. How many weeks, Dennis, before they knew Gary said they knew they booked him weeks in oh, advance? How much friggin- time? And this oh, asshole months. can't do 10 minutes to get the sound right of extra because it's not in the letter of his contract. <laughs> you know, I don't know who any of these people are on Jim and Sam. It doesn't matter who they are. I don't doesn't matter who they are. I don't listen to the show. But the protocols that went down and uh, as they explained it were pretty friggin' funny. So we are going to listen. To our them. enemy's enemy is our friend. So That's, there we go. Okay, so just, now we're going to um, discuss a little. Yes, yes, Bon. I did a I did a quick um, um, EQ on it on the equalization on what it should sound like. <laughs> Thanks, so, nerds. I know it is very nerdy moment, but this, <laughs> is, this is yeah, this is very this nerdy. Is, this is just me touching it up a little bit. It kind of should have sounded like this. I am someone when I do a radio show, I can't take a break. I don't even want to take a break for a commercial. <laughs> Uh, which is a that's got more treble in it, so you can hear the kind of difference. Edmon, just play just play that little bit of that clip again where he talks, okay. just so you can hear I the difference. <laughs> Where'd you get- With being back at work, it yeah. only took one minute, Robin, and now I am completely <laughs> covered in coke. Yeah, hear yours. I am someone when I do a radio show. Wow. I can't take a break. It still sounds muffled, I don't though. even want to take a break. It does. For a commercial. Sort of I um, I, I can't believe it. Uh, someone should have lost their job over it. Like Absolutely. I'm not kidding. You, you, that's an inferior. So you think inferior. he has sound accountability, Bond? You think someone's telling him anything about the sound? Because he's the one that needs to test it because it's on he him. Specifically on said, him. I'm going to be late this morning because we have to make sure that the sound is great for when Bruce gets there. I want to ask yeah, Bond. Yeah, yeah. And you believe yeah. so Bond, do you think they just turned up his compression and didn't adjust? Anything else on the equalizers and just I think it's missing like your bass treble settings. I think that's yep. kind of the sound of his microphone normally. Like if you just plugged right. it's got a great mic. If you just plugged in the computer and you don't put equalizer and compression on it, it's right. lacking all of that. Um, but it's just um Bruce, I thought Bruce sounded okay. Like he sounded yeah. like clear and his mic his mic was all right. Compared to Howard's, you hear when Bruce talks and how talks, but um someone should lose their job and someone was there like he's got a scott the engineer type guy in another room monitoring right. in case a microphone That's breaks like, like remember years ago when his mic broke and someone came in and replaced it mm-hmm. like but 10 years ago it broke really, yeah you, you guys are all right he, he literally spent like 10 minutes in preparation work for this so yep. this is what he gets he gets shitty sound and and he deserves it. He deserves it. It might just be that there's a button that they didn't press because he hears it in his headphones. Okay, not and he'd know. Not though. You know, you rest. have one job. Literally, yep. you have one job. Yep. And your job is for his what he perceives as his most important interview of the season, right? Of his life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the most interview of my most important interview of my life. Yeah, it's so like it's, it's like a field goal kicker, Monique. Going, I don't care who my holder is and my long snapper. I'm I'm not going to check it out. I'm not touching this. I'm just I'll kick. tell you. I'll tell you. They get um, when they record it. They take all of the One feeds job. off and they just record the straight microphone for archive. So I just want to see if in a few weeks this episode changes. So I'm going to check it again because they might 
get complaints about it and they can go back to the original mic and remix it so it might change which, would, which would be David fascinating says, says if you didn't say anything about his allegiance to the sound quality i wouldn't even care it's the fact that he brought it up and it's shittier than those 2006 test shows Dana yeah you're Hazel. so right david because yep. he wanted us to know this yes dennis yes Oh, so no, Bond. So they wouldn't try to fix it before they replay it fifteen thousand times this week, because this show is going to be replayed multiple times this week. Multiple You're right, times. man. Starting, I know. Someone Thursday. could have fixed it in about ten minutes. After you know what I'm going to do? They I'm going to send one of the clips to Scott, and I'm going to ask him That's, what do you think. Oh, beautiful idea! That'd be awesome. Please do. Yeah. Fairway, do Fairway Maiden had a great comment just now when he like, somewhere Scott the engineer is smiling. Oh, absolutely. 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 All right. So let's move on a little bit in our clippage because we have a lot to get to today. Um, so now we're going to talk about um, you know, Robin. <laughs> Bless her heart. Robin, for some bizarre reason, has absolutely no idea that um, Howard has people who come and go in his apartment. And how do you keep a you know $20 million apartment life fallow for the last three years? She doesn't really understand that there's there's people that do stuff there. So here's her talking about that. And let's listen to the difference between Robin's mic and Howard's as well while we're listening to this clip. I mean, crazy. I mean, I was really kind of shocked. But uh, yeah. there was like a whole military operation getting me out of the house because I hadn't been in my apartment for years. You know, not I mean, you don't even know if anything works in the apartment. Do you? Are the lights still on? What's going well, on? First so you think he doesn't pay his electric bill, Robin? Like, All right. do you so, think that it's like this dusty, like, apartment in the middle of, like, suburban France that nobody's been to since World War yeah. II? And they just discovered it, like, you know, laying there? What, then? So Blobbin obviously doesn't check on uh, Stupid Graham for Beefus. Because Beefus has staff that are there that are taking that's care so of. That's so incredibly beside the point. Yeah, How she, she, no, no, no. She, she's not dissecting that, it like us, Dennis. There are people in that apartment all the time because they still use the tax write-off to house cats. That is the Does Manhattan she, Detention she, Center for those cats. Second that he doesn't pay the electric bill. Like seriously. Yeah, I know. That's insane. That is insane. Okay, let's finish like, the clip. Let's finish the clip. Here we go. Yeah, I have somebody there. Who you know Somebody. went in and set everything up for went me? There and set and that was a whole thing. Beth was, you know, Beth was setting up my nuts and berries and yogurt. You know, <laughs> I just want you all guys guys to realize something. Also, as I'm playing this, um, just listen to the amount of times he says, "You know." I'm going to rewind a little bit. And amongst the next couple of clips, just listen for "You know." Somebody there who you know went in and set everything up for me. But that was a whole thing. Beth was, you know, Beth was setting up my nuts and berries and yogurt for, you know. <laughs> That's right. Your food has to be set up. Well, Beth was supposed to come in with me for, mm -hmm. you know, for my Bruce Springsteen pre-show. And uh, she, um, well, she said, look, I got to stay home with Yoda. Yoda, our cat oh, is dying. He's still, yeah. he's still hanging Aww. on, huh? Yeah, what a good boy. I started to cry the other day because he's, he's still dying. He's got very aggressive <laughs> cancer, but we've been giving him um, stuff to make him eat. Oh, I just I lost my interest after that. What's well, a sign of low IQ, Monique? Like, 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 you know, like, you know, 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 you
you're just starting. This is just the start. Oh, of I know, I know. It's just start. But that's so what do you got there? Five. Okay, we're gonna four. We're gonna four. Four. You knows. We're gonna continue to this. Um. So he starts to talk about how he had to dress for today, and um, basically lets us know that he didn't want to um, seduce Bruce with his outfit oh. uh, today because you know. Of course, you would seduce a 73-year-old man who, by the way, let's just throw out there, two years younger than my mother. And um, Ronnie Mund is a month younger. So let's continue. So anyway, so she packed me up at dinner. So I you know, left the house on Sunday. I had to make sure I brought everything in. My special shampoos. Oh, that's the first thing he goes. <laughs> oh my you no! Know. No, I packed a <laughs> Takes bag. Takes a lot to get you. Out. <laughs> you know, you don't realize there's a lot. And then I was like, um, you know, gee, what am I going to wear for Bruce? You, you but missed I, it. You I decided to downplay oh, it because I didn't want. Like I, was I had to say, you don't look like you're wearing anything special. No, that was my philosophy. I said, you know, I could wear one of my John Barbados jackets, like a you know velour. And, you know. Really, and then and then Bruce will look at me. You know what? You look like a dude. You're trying a little too hard to impress me. So I went with a sweater and a simple shirt, t-shirt. You know what I mean? I don't want Bruce to think I'm trying to like seduce him or or show him how cool I am or something. Oh God, dear! There's no chance of that happening. Actually, there's no um, chance of Bruce thinking that you're going to seduce him. Yeah, there's no chance of that. Sternfeld, the show about nothing. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, uh, yeah, is it's the butler that is correct because he was eating turkey meatballs. I swear that they said he wasn't going to eat birds anymore. He said that about yes, three he did. years ago. Yes, yes, he did. I don't want to eat birds anymore. Wow. So after the mercury count, right? To the, the too much fish. Yeah, he's a pescatarian. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I included this little silly clip just because you know, and I wish I had the clip to. I wish I had the picture to uh, come back to. I, you know what? I might even just skip nice, over. Nice, so, uh, nice reference, Beanie Max, Sebastian Wet. Look, that should be your uh, rapper yeah. name. If you I didn't have any hey, black guy. wig. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, the, the thing about the thing, the, the a lot about this statement was was crazy. First of all, he's going to his other residence. He's not going to a hotel. He's not going camping. He's going to his other house that's in the yeah. middle of New York City. The yes. middle yep. of New York City. Yep. Not, yep. Not, it's not now. It's the middle. Right in the middle, Dennis. Yes, Why do you sir. need yes, to sir. have berries packed for you? Why do you need yogurt packed for you? Why do you need a lunch pack? Why do you need you? any meals for I mean, four hours? You don't show. need anything packed for you. Triple washed with his UV lighting. Oh, bullshit. That's a load of shit. I mean, he needs <laughs> to make sure that there's no contaminants. He's fucking crazy. I don't think he's that crazy. I don't know if you don't Nonsense. get he, he's... The shampoos. The, the only shampoos. thing he's allergic to is us, Monique. So, <laughs> exactly. He's allergic to he's allergic to the masses. The yep. masses. The unwashed the masses. Masses. I did so unwashed masses. So there the, is that. The thing is, the hair stuff I, I, I pretty much figured out. One was Rogaine and one is the hair a hair grow shampoo. Yeah, I had those that are clip. The two, there. Those are the two that, things that he yeah. packed. I showed you That's that clip exactly from what it was. the early two thousands. Hair grow stutter and John called it in the in the shower. You guys are so Rogaine shampoo. <laughs> Um, Dennis, it, is right. Dennis is like he's going to camp for the summer. Yes, Owen. It like, yeah. yeah, 
pack Beth pack him his little lunch so he can go away. He lays, again, he's humble bragging throughout this whole thing. He don't think for a minute he doesn't love being doted over. So maybe I'll maybe I'll move on to the pack the dinner thing for him so that we can talk about that. Here we go. Anyway, uh, yeah. So like Sunday was like a whole military operation getting me here. I stopped off at my mother's. I don't believe that. Then I came into the city, usual city traffic. Jesus, from Mid Long oh, really? Island to the Poor city baby. must have taken me another two hours. Oh, I tell you, I had it with this commuting crap. But um, got into the city, had it all mapped out, had my dinner ready. I ate that while watching. What Bruce. was the dinner packed in? Do you have special? I have a like, yeah. totes. Oh my yeah. lord! And a freezer bag that my wife bought me, <laughs> and ice packs. You know those blue ice packs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And I wrapped my, and I had a, a glass Tupperware with a rubber top and I uh, had my, um, had my so salad funny. with my, you know, turkey meatballs. You and, know. Uh, you know. and it was a nice, nice conglomeration of food. And I was going to eat it in the car after I left my mother. Oh, yeah. But I felt like the meatballs were too hard to cut up. Do you not feel like we're listening to <laughs> art? And it would be radio? messy. Like, seriously. I know. And yeah. in the car eating is an art form. You got to yeah. have the right food. So, so I, yeah, exactly. So I was like staring at the freezer bag going, shit, I'd love to eat this. Because I was watching them on my iPad. After a while, I was getting bored. I uh, watched The Invincible. The Invincible. Have you ever seen that cartoon? The one with the family? Yeah. Um, no, uh, no. And they stretch. One, no. The woman stretches no. and the guy, I forget what he no, does. No, no, no. no. She doesn't no. no. Oh, no. Yeah, well, who are the invincible? No. No. Okay, so does it, okay, I just wanted to note two things on this clip because I did Incredible. listen very intently today. So Robin has no idea what show he's talking about. Basically, right. the invincible... No. Which, by the way, is a fucking phenomenal yeah, it's a- tune. Uh, if you've not seen it, it's by and, the guys and- who do The Boys. And it is phenomenal, but it is also two years old. So it's kind of interesting. Yes. And, and the other thing is that it's memes please, everywhere. Let's finish talking. I, I'm promising you guys. You stop. You paused. I was filling the pause. No, you didn't. You did not. You did not. Just let me finish my thoughts. Fine. No, because I keep listening back to our shows and the fucking cross talking is driving me insane. I can't take us anymore. We I don't to- fucking I don't care about you people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I care about you guys, and I care about us doing a better show. So I want don't us to get your tits in an uproar. Shut up. <laughs> Shut Hello. up. So I want you to hear the fact that Robin has no idea what this show is, right? Um, and then we're going to come back to that a little bit later. But suffice it to say that he came into the city. He packed a nice little dinner for himself, which was salad. And some turkey meatballs, which Beanie Mac happened to mention to us that his doctor told him that he needed to be eating um, uh, things other than just fish because of the mercury thing that was going on with him being a vegetarian. So that's what that's about. All right, go ahead. Now, Dennis, please continue. Oh, so, yeah. So first, Bob and not, not seeing any memes online about the Invincibles. Uh, I mean, literally, it's a it, they're, it's a meme generator because there's so many from that show, and because it's two years old. Second of all, the 
who the fuck eats meatballs in a salad? I, I, I'm 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 bes- I'm beside myself on this one. I'm really am. That actually kind of bothered me. An- anorexic dentists like to pretend they're having one meal <laughs> instead of two, so he, put, he puts them together, yes. and it's only one meal instead of two. That's the mind of an anorexic. <laughs> By the way, she conflated. It's the fucking Incredibles. Robin's talking about the Fantastic Four. The yeah. Incredibles is a knockoff of the Fantastic Four. Yes. Now, the Incredibles is a Disney Pixar show. Yes. Right. She's translating the That's title. Sounds like Invincibles. Right. She has, so she has no idea what he's talking about. Um, I'm going to jump around just a snurch because, okay, he's talking about his cold turkey meatballs. So let me yes. talk about that really quickly. Oh, this is crazy. The turkey meatballs. Well, is is the you're going to eat the cold turkey meatballs? Yeah, They're I cold. eat them cold. Gonna, I, I, that's why they were in a glass, so I could heat them in the microwave, but I like it cold. Okay. I like everything cold. So I was in the car watching Omni Man. Uh, Omni Man is the star of Invincible, which, by the way, is voiced by J.K. Simmons, the great actor. Yes. Okay. So Robin says he says it's voiced by J.K. Simmons, and she says, "Yeah." And you don't even know what the fucking show is. So how are you agreeing with him about a show you never heard of? You have no idea what you're talking about. I I can't take the way they discuss things. So. Does anybody actually know who J.K. Simmons is? I do. Yeah, he's from Oz. Yeah, he the, played uh, Schillinger. Yeah, I, but I mean, I mean, wasn't he in Whiplash? In, that guy. Yeah, what? Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, do you think Robin knows who he is? Yeah. Let's be Probably honest. Probably not. No, exactly. Whiplash. Whiplash is a Robin kind of movie, critically acclaimed. She probably saw it. <laughs> she she, she should. She run. only watches uh, six hours of Bones marathons on TNT. <laughs> she, she should know every actor in the Screen Actors Guild. She has no excuse to not know every fucking name. But yeah, she didn't know that. She... Talking about Marion from Brooklyn's Daughter has a thing with Mike Perlman. Who's that? What, and what is that? Give us, huh? give us that's a writer. It's one of these stupid 70 people in the back. One of the, yeah, he gets brought up once a year, you know, like Mike Fox or uh, one of these people, Mike so, Trainer. What do you mean by a thing? Is she dating him or does she have a show with him? Yeah, come back to us. Yeah, no show. She, she did worked. you know Steve Brandano dated Deborah Stern for about two months? Oh, Jesus, I swear to Are god, I'll get you the clip. news right now. Really? No, no, you didn't know that. Oh, it's very oh, under. No. It's, it's very under. That's how one of the reasons Brandano got promoted. Besides, well, no, I thought it was because of Marcy. Oh, it's both. It's both. It's both. Too. He had to double menage a trois with uh, Deborah. And Marcy. <laughs> what are we t- allegedly, what are we talking about right now? I'm what am I talking it, about? Though, whatever we are, uh, John, that was brilliant. If that's that true, was I love brilliant. It. Brandano got around, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Wow. He did. Do you have a clip of still... this? I, I'm gonna get. I'll get you on at some point. Oh, okay. have it. It was never um, pertinent. Yeah. So we're going to jump around just a snurch because we're going to talk about how, you know, obviously Howard is building the hype about Bruce coming in and talking about all of his awards and can't believe he didn't get an Emmy. He should have gotten an Emmy. And then, of course, he says this stupidness about his one little stupid award. The only award I ever received, you know, I'm in the radio hall of fame, but that's a lot of, you know, you know, my feelings about that. I won't get into it, but, you know. The only award I ever got that was sort of an important award was no, something called the Blockbuster Award. It's sort of an important <laughs> I mean, award. I know, which is lame because Blockbuster's out of business. But it was televised and I got it for my movie. Yeah, and, it was um, presented on TV by famous Hollywood people. Yeah. Is this the reason? 
reason that he doesn't like to go and accept awards because they're not televised. Like I was thinking about that today. That's a good point. That's a good one. The only reason that he doesn't really do these um, acceptance things. Of course, the Blockbuster Award was fake, Mr. Judy Tenuta. He paid for it. He paid for the Blockbuster. He molested Heather Locklear during it too. Totally molested Heather Locklear. You played that. That was was rape. More <laughs> people go. That's rape. There's rape. no environment that's not a me too in this these climbs today. There's no environment. No, it he was just, disgusting. He the fact that he even thinks of that as remotely being an award, and then he started to talk about how you know I wonder where Bruce puts all those awards. He's got so many Grammys. He's got so many of this. He's got so much of that. And and I have a clip later on about what it's really one of almost the first questions that he asks him, which I found to be like ridiculous. I mean, it was two pompous old men like discussing. It was. I think it was. I think it was the. Honestly, I think it was the second question. It. I mean, that's how early on he asked that. It's so insane. Yes, he, he, his mind is is totally like disturbed. I mean, like on a level we can't comprehend. No, because <laughs> you have the clip of him talking about the blockbuster award got broken by the cleaning lady. No, I figured we could just talk about that because yeah, that was so. Yeah, you so just he actually it. kind of kind of dropped that. Yeah, the glass part. It was glass got broken. and rock, and the glass yeah. got broken by the cleaning woman. By the so cleaning lady. Oops. Oops, Mr. Okay. Stern, I drop it over. Oh, it fell in a break. So sorry. Um, We're going to go on to the fact that he's annoyed that he had to come in, obviously. Let's get back to what I did. So I was kind of annoyed that I had to come into the city, but also excited because it was, you know, this is an adventure for you. I almost feel like you're already you're back to the covered wagon days. You had to bring your food. You had to bring your your cleaning utensils. You had to bring your shampoo. And I'm the only one. Oh yeah, and, and Beth packed me a little bag of pistachios and cashews <laughs> for my breakfast. Oh, oh. oh I know. I know. <laughs> English made Joe. So <laughs> are we supposed to believe she has something better to do, Dennis? Like, is this no, some kind but, of thing? Like he, right, this, she's right. got literally nothing to do. She'd okay, better be he, doing shit like that. He, he's not going to, he's not going to like, you know, Grand Canyon. He's going into the middle of the biggest city in the United States. His home. And his home. Oh, Dennis, I, I, I sent David the other day the map on uh, on Waze, what the distance is. It's 1.3 miles where he's going. I, you know, I took a screenshot of the Waze. Is it really? Like, well, yeah, 1.3 miles. I can walk it faster than he can Yes, drive. yes, you can. Money. Yeah, that's a funny, what is that, five-minute car ride? Yeah. Good traffic. You can walk it faster. Monique's right. Uh, how many, how many food places are there within... Oh my God! Two blocks of where he is. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how many? Yeah, and his favorite Italian is right there, and his, you know, Mr. Chow's, and all this other shit. But he's 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 becoming that old man, though. He's becoming that scared old man. He really is. The fact that he would have her pack him his dinner. I mean, and you can see the way it worked, right? You can see the way he comes into the city. He's got everything like taken care of. For him, so he's already ready to go to bed. Basically, make sure that his TV is working, all that shit, right? Yeah. Make sure that the internet is okay. And then, you know, he has his little salad and his little turkey meatballs, you know, and maybe like a couple of cashews for dessert. And <laughs> sleep, and then that's it. 
and then wakes up in the morning, takes a shower, figures out one of his three outfits to wear, comes into the office. The car is waiting for him literally with the fucking engine on, goes downstairs and gets the fuck out of Dodge. End of story. That's his whole big fucking expenditure of time out, which which tends to which begs the question of did he actually stay in the city when he went out for dinner with the Kimmels? Probably not. Probably went right home. Yeah, I think he went right. Wow, home that's too. crazy. It's already in Brooklyn. Why schlep all the way back into the city when I can get right on the BQE and go to the LIE and go home? So, Fairway Maiden, great observation. She went. It sounds like he was going on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I, mean, no, I mean seriously it's like my wait my grandparents used to pack less shit when we used to go to the beach you know the italian you know old italian grandparents you, you know you're bringing you're bringing like the refrigerator exactly literally i mean you, you get the barbecue and you cook pasta on the barbecue howard is mentally regressing he really is and this is what happens with people who you know the way they say that people who are by themselves or uh, alone and they have mm -hmm. no more mental growth um, yes. start to yes, and that's absolutely what's happening to him. Um, and look at this! Look at look at how proud we are of the big boy. And I brought go. my cholesterol medication. Oh my god! Yeah, you got to pack a lot of stuff: medicine, yeah. food. Yeah. Uh, uh, your bag of tricks, your hair stuff. Yeah, yeah. I have two. <laughs> I have two hair products i needed to use for bruce so i brought those i was pretty proud of myself i didn't leave anything home oh good boy oh you're such a good boy good for you wnbc clamp yeah not that he's in middle of new york city and it can get it in three seconds if he needed it but that's okay that's that's not part of the whole in order to have cholesterol medication don't you have to have eaten cholesterol at some point in your life i think sometimes listen i i i just got uh i just got uh afflicted with having to take cholesterol medicine and the doctor said to me that um you are 1000% genetic it is gen you are genetically predisposed to having a cholesterol issue so yeah, i think he just takes again. it anyway yeah, I'm pregnant. Exactly. It's, 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 yeah. I don't, who knows? You know what? Hit, you know what? With him, even if it's slightly elevated, one yes. time. Yes. Yes. Medication. Because people. his biggest nightmare is having all that money in that kingdom, and his daughters and Beth using it for the rest of their lives, and he doesn't get. He that is his biggest nightmare is he doesn't get to partake in his marbles. Yes. I really think that's his biggest. <laughs> that's the fear of death. It's he was. Yeah. Yeah. Gunga Din, that was great. I, Robin, I went number two all by myself. Yes. <laughs> oh, good for you. You're such a good boy. You're such a good boy. Oh, this is the greatest comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's not. Old guy. That was the old from Justin. Listen. That's so right. true, though. Yeah. We're going to move on, um, and we are going to go to... I don't know where I want to go right now. Um, Bruce, he's, right? Talking, he's talking about Morgan Freeman, Monique, when he goes out in the world and he doesn't know how to do yes. anything. He yeah, that's a great, that's a great comparison. It's a great it's, analogy. Yeah, rich man, poor man. Um, I'm just going to jump a little bit to him talking about having to fight mm -hmm. his way through school. And, you know, I wasn't going to even include this because we've talked about this ad nauseum. Um, but it's just such a lie. Yeah. X is out trick-or-treating. He, you know, trick-or-treat is his Christmas. So he, you know, he does the whole thing. He, 
he decorates like the scariest house in the neighborhood and he gives out all the good candy. So that's yeah. where he is tonight. The, the right. electro the electroshock in the uh, bush is a little much. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little, it is a little, little much. Then he goes to the Jack in the Box and Taco Bell parking lots and does his. I mischief. saw I saw somebody wrapping up in um what are they called Rocher Ferrer in those little gold yeah. uh, aluminum foils. They were wrapping up Brussels sprouts. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god! Being the dick of the neighborhood. Exactly. All right, so here's him. Just a little lie, just a little lie about fighting his way through school. I just wanted to add this in. Survival, I took a beating every day, one or two beatings a day, and had to fight my way out of school at 3 o'clock. So it was a little difficult to concentrate on my education. We've refuted that. Oh, you never said anything to anybody. Yeah, okay, because apparently his mother was saying that all her friends' kids went to Ivy League schools. Um, I will mention at this point that Bruce Springsteen's kids went to um, went to Duke, went to Boston College, and went to Baird. Um, one is a fireman, one rides fucking horses, and the other one's a singer-songwriter. So basically, you know, what are we talking oh, One about? is working. So basically, one's working. Well, one's um, working as a fireman. That's kind of like yeah, you know having your dream come through true from when you were twelve years old because you can, because you can, because you went to a. It could, well, it could be a volunteer oh. fireman as well. I mean, at no, 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 no. There's pictures. There's pictures of him. You know, when he got his badge and everything. Okay, and good for him. Good for him. Hey, I'm knocking the hat. Good for him. Absolutely. Well, All right. That because so, nine eleven and whoa. Oh, damn. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you over really loud. That was... I didn't change anything. I didn't say you moved, you moved too close. <laughs> I did. Oh, wow. Um, so you know, the funny thing is, though, yeah, that wig is killing me. <laughs> it's high up just like his wig. Oh, um, the, the the funny thing about um, about this story is that Ray had refuted this stuff many times. Oh, uh, when she called in many times. I mean, it's if you've listened to the show more than 30 years, you know that this is all a lie. It's not even a little lie. It's all a lie. He yep. never had black kids beating him up. They were Polish kids. We've refused. Once they moved, times. they never had a fight yep. anymore because they moved to an upper middle class neighborhood and there were no fighting. They just didn't like him because he was gunk. We and found the history of Howard Stern with white flight and Ben, and we've refuted it a thousand times. I don't, and listen, I don't yes, even feel like it anymore. Flight. We all agree there was definitely white flight. I mean, his whole neighborhood yeah. did, in fact, um, yeah. you know, turn completely the other way and people left. And that's what, and you know, that kind of shit happens. But it didn't affect him in no. any substantial way because most of his high school was spent in Rockville Center. Correct. Right. We'll stop. So, you know, he was just a stupid kid. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And he went to 13th grade. And just like somebody was just saying, he just followed his friend, Dr. Lou, to Boston. He also West. went to the fourth most expensive university in the United States. At the time, is, yeah. Last I looked, I looked a few years ago. It was still up there. Actually, at, at the time, it may, it may have been one of the most. I mean, it may have even been higher than fourth because now it's fourth. It may have yeah. been the most expensive. And a rocket ship, Dennis, yeah. to broadcasting fame, like your Syracuse's, yep. like there no, are I don't so think it was the most expensive. Both. I mean, it, Harvard has always been up there as as the most expensive, and, and so Ben and Ben paid for it in cash. You know, That's he, right. He paid for right. cash. Oh, good for Ben. Listen, I know. Good, 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 good uh, work if you can get it. All right, so never, 
Never um, helped Howard though, right? Never helped him. Let's all. continue with him, you know, being out the door as soon as uh, Bruce leaves. Here we oh, go. no. I mean, for me, it's kind of nice to actually be in the studio, but the hassle getting in here and, you know, I'm still COVID crazy and nervous. So, it, you know, it was a lot, but for you know. Bruce, I'll do it. You know. uh, but can, are, you're not going to be there tomorrow. Hell no. You're going to leave there right away, right? You're damn right I am. What do you think I'm <laughs> gonna, <laughs> crazy? I commend, I'll be out the door the second Bruce leaves. I <laughs> commend, going with Bruce. <laughs> I'm going with Bruce in his car. Yeah. Okay. So we know you're going to get the hell out of there. Um, but now I want to switch over to exactly how it was for a Howard to actually come into the office. So we're going to switch over to the Jim and Sam show. And we're going to talk about what it was actually like <clears throat> to be at Sirius this morning before we get to um, Bruce. Okay. By the way, Monique, both uh, Buckwall clients. And I want you to notice, I want everyone to listen. He doesn't actually say, neither one of them say Howard's name at all in the clip. No, of course it's just not. Just one big innuendo. You know who they're talking about, obviously, but it's kind of weird to talk that long about this and never actually say the name Howard. Sorry, one thing I just needed to interject before we do that, because I've been talking about the fact that he's been saying you know, and so I just did a little compilation. Fact of the you know, the, you know, you know, you know, you know, or, you know, you know, I have this, you know, so I, you know, oh my, you know, you know, you don't realize there's a lot. And then I was like, um, you know, gee, what am I going to walk a, you know, a <laughs> stay with you you know what i mean you know i think you know you know you know my you know okay i gotta do it in other words 23 Come on that's so good <laughs> like 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 it's just as bad. don't ask don't ask <laughs> you know i noticed that when he has a guest on who says like a lot he then says like a lot it's a 14 year old he, girl speak right like totally, like, 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 like you like, know like. it's a weird uh, affectation for today for some reason yeah. Well, Tell us something he, personal about Monique. So, Monique. <laughs> so, Monique, remember how you always said that he's as good as his last conversation? Yes. He actually admitted to that last week, like on Wednesday. Yes, really? Yeah, he actually said, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I talked to somebody. It was about some subject. And, yeah, well, you know, I'm really only as good as the last person I talked to. Wow. Yeah, we know that. We know that 79. Who would say that? Who, we know you that. Know. Bra you know. He's humble bragging, too, about it. Who would even? You know. He's an idiot. I, I guess so. so. So let's listen to Jim and Sam because I thought these clips were really, really good, and they go on a little bit longer because you know Jim and Sam aren't going to come after us. Here we go. <laughs> I'll just take the elevator, go to the bathroom, and change. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, you'd have to take the ten-minute hike to get yeah to a bathroom, a bathroom, a bathroom. Sure, not the one close to the studio. No. That's closed. No, of course, that's closed. So let me just give you a little rundown here. Okay, so on the first floor of Sirius, there's a big bathroom. So it's a bathroom that has probably like five or six stalls. So it's the one that pretty much everybody uses. Urinals. Uh, I don't know about it. I'm going there. So it's pretty much, I guess, what everybody there would um, use as their main bathroom. But also don't forget that Howard actually has a bathroom in his uh, space as well. So why the fuck would the bathrooms be closed? I mean, it's just so psychotic to me. Okay, here we go. You don't have access to that. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it's good to have. We have a lobby here at Sirius. 
that we cannot use. Nobody's allowed to use the lobby. Yeah, but it can't be used. It can't be used. There's yeah. some things are a priority. Yeah, some people are very, very nervous. I guess COVID two and a half years in. Yeah. Hey, look, I get it. It's you don't want to catch it, and that's fine. I'm I'm okay with people protecting themselves. I don't really care. But just to say that no one can use the lobby on a certain day is just I mean, what are you doing? It's wild. What are you doing? What are we wiping down packages? I mean it's <laughs> so then okay, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say go pose for another picture with him, Norton, in the hallway next time you see him in fifteen years. Well, but then they go on about oh, and they had to hire extra security today to make yes. sure that nobody would be on the thirty fourth or thirty fifth floor, whatever it is. Wait, so they hired extra security to yes. police their own employees because there's yes. nobody else going up there except their yes. own employees. But what Monique says is true, Dennis, as it happens as well, is that it cuts out of the budget. So they can't, apparently they want to get a guy to film their show. Right. And this is the type of stuff why they no show can get. Yeah. But they can't hire the people. So they it's can. in the sixth clip. Um, so this was just, this is a lot, but I really, really enjoyed this. I enjoyed listening to them bitching and moaning about this today. So it just is a little bit longer and we'll break it up a little bit. You know, I couldn't help it. You couldn't help it. <laughs> but to make everybody else go out of their way is, you know what I mean? It's, again, your own personal thing is one thing. I have no problem with, hey, you know, I'm walking through the hall and they're going to clear the hall because I'm very highly paid and I'm the biggest. I, I get it. I'm not going to whinge about that. Fine. But to expect nobody to use the lobby bathroom. I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, For the whole morning. I mean, it's, I would even be okay if it was lunacy. just like. I think there's that'll a, change. There's a wind. Well, it's not. I think it's just for today. This isn't a daily. Yeah, no, 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 I know. But the lot. Do you hear him? I think that will change. I wonder what he's what he's alluding to there. I couldn't track that either. Yeah. Are these two on serious? These, yeah. Uh -huh. Jim and, and they're yeah. shitting on him. That oh, they, yeah. they need to be careful, they, don't they? They don't because say his name, fine. though. Never, say his, name. Never they don't say, his... say his name. Let's continue. Have they been doing this routine for years? Shitting no, on like this? Opie and Anthony have not no, these two. Yeah, yeah. Work with Opie and Anthony. He's very aware of the entirety of the dynamic that goes on in this place. He was a little, was moving, I, I was allowed through the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I figured too. I mean, I guess it's going to be like this all morning, you know, which I thought maybe like for a, a window of time, allowing everybody to get in. Okay. Whatever you need yeah. to do. I'm all for everybody feeling comfortable, but like, just have to listen to the process. Stay there. You know, it's insane. It's really, uh, plus you have to like hire security to do that. And then we're like, Hey, could you just hire somebody to push record on the video cameras? They're like, that's not, no, no, that's an impossibility. Yeah, exactly. No, we can't afford to, <laughs> to record the, uh, show that we have cameras for. The budget is for lobby security. Yeah. I would like a uh, masked <laughs> lobby security. And they say, absolutely. <laughs> Delighted. So. Delighted. <laughs> hey, listen, do you think we can have lobby security? Well, I'd be delighted to do that for you. <laughs> now you understand every other employee Instead of using, so listen to this. I love this part. The bathroom that is located for everybody will have to walk around, rescan their card, go to the elevator bank, 
hit 37, have to wait because the whole building shares the same elevators, have to wait for an elevator to get there, go up to 37, walk around, use that bathroom, go back to the elevator banks, wait for 36 because the stairs are in the lobby. And uh, once that elevator gets here, go down to 36 and then go back around to the studio to pee. Is Fine, that so <laughs> a perfect solution. Anything to have you in the building. <laughs> you know that everybody in the <laughs> that doesn't work for this company will be inconvenienced by the fact that we're completely taking over all the elevators just so everybody can use the bathroom. And they'll be delighted wow. to, to know what it's for. Can you even fucking imagine, guys? Well, no, imagine, I can't. I can't imagine fathom Imagine how hated, not just Howard is, but the whole show by affiliation that you have to run into other serious employees and they're saying to you, good, you just fucking ruined my whole day. And, and you know what I mean? It, you can't defend it at all. Because I would hate to be working on the show because just be lumped in with Howard to be hated by the entire rest of that serious uh, building. You'd have to. And that's their I mean, it just, enablers. Just... I would be so fuming, like so beside myself. Tomessa says it's been a month since Jim and Sam have been able to record a video for their show. Oh my God. That's amazing. That's what amazing. I would, I would say to Norton, then why did you fucking resign, Mr. Buckwall client? Where did you go? Just, just quit. Kumi is quit. the network. Go just to quit. Kumi's now. If just quit. Uh, I mean, he he does this all the. When Opie and Anthony used to rip on Howard, he used to mute his mic because he was afraid he wouldn't be booked on Howard's show in the future. He thought there was a chance he'd be booked on the you show. You know what? He's they just. Quit. He's just. It's just self-preservation, John. Of course, but, he's a he's a worm. He's a, you know, why is he a worm? If that's the job he can get, let him fucking get yeah. it. No, well, wait, us so, out. So, that's on him. Let's even let's even grasp this even bigger than just the extra security in the uh, in the lobby. They they are paying for a palatial studio that yep. they have to redo every couple of years and spend big bucks out of their budget, not Howard's, their budget to do. And these guys can't even get a camera recording their show. Right, that's what they're saying. Want to hire more security? Of course, let's do it. It's for the big guy. And what could that possibly cost? Right? Anything well, else doesn't matter. Whatever right. it is. Whatever you It doesn't need. matter. It's not Howard, so it doesn't matter. You you know? Don't it's you it's wish that we were in broadcasting right now, but in 2007 or 2006, how good would this show be? You know what I mean? Imagine like coming on after Artie's done something crazy and everybody's talking about it. It, it just shows how bad it is nowadays. It's, you know, imagine coming on after Artie uh, had the fight with Teddy, like doing a live emergency podcast it would have been so amazing. Yes, so would, I, I totally agree. That's what our show will probably wind up being, like really just best of, you know, just taking one day's show and making it something like ridiculously yeah, funny um, back in the day. Because all this shit that we've been doing for the last like five or six years – this is just a historical documentation of how how far the mighty have fallen. I love uh, what Gunga Din says here, Monique. Is I think I think this is Howard's master plan just to piss off everybody as the partner finally say, "Oh, just stay home, Howard. It's that's not worth it." Okay, just stay home. Like he's just he's so high maintenance, he's so ridiculous that they all just agree that this is just isn't worth it. Please, Howard, stay home. 
But you know the weird thing about this is, though, John, the weird thing about this is that he is like a petulant fucking Tom Cruise, let's say. You know, just like these actors who are holier than thou, who don't give a shit what you think, don't look at me, don't talk to me. You know, I need all the, you know, blue M&Ms and none of the red or green. And, you know, I only need La Croix. And it has to be <laughs> lemon lime flavor, but only the one that's imported cool. directly from France. I mean, just you know, just the ridiculousness that mm-hmm. is Howard is tolerated because of who he is to perceived who he is to serious. He Period. got this behavior from Letterman in a way. A lot of this came from visiting the Letterman show and watching Letterman be a diva and a total piece of shit on and, his show. And- I mean, even and all his com- friends in the Hamptons are like that. So, it's a combination, yeah. right? It's a com of all those things. Yeah, he he has this this uh, thing of self importance that, once again, like his worn out boots, is not earned. I mean, <laughs> it, it, seriously, it's no. Like the ego can't be fed enough, clothes. Dennis. You're right. Absolutely, the ego can't be fed enough. I mean, Jesus. because Letterman had a show that was extremely, for especially the time it was on when it was on uh, NBC. It was extremely popular for being on after after uh, Carson, and you know, and then he hangs out with Seinfeld, who was massively popular. Yeah, and, and all the way to the end, and, and Howard, in his little mind, thinks he's on that level of, of of popularity and you know notoriety, and you really aren't. And, and and it's just it is it's insane to think that he thinks at that level. It really is crazy. Because he can, because they have enabled it, because he has been treated that way. He has been feted as the most important person on radio, certainly in New York, Dennis, and you know as well as John mm-hmm. does, that he is a god in his fucking hometown. And so he, even though, even the, listen, still today, if, if Howard walks down the street, a million people are going to come up to him. I mean, it's a six I don't think so boom. anymore. That's, oh my God. Are you out of your fucking mind? I don't Dennis? think so anymore. I, I I actually don't think so anymore. I, I think most people have forgotten about him. I think people have moved on. I don't. I really do. Yeah, I can't you... find anybody that fucking listens to him. I, I can't find anybody anymore. You certainly don't hear idle chatter in the background. It's, it's no. weird. His no. fame is very very strange. Had it had a qualify, especially with the new generation. I just don't know how you could. Um, but certainly Monique says it all the time. Like, well, if you want to be anonymous, six five with the wig and the sunglasses, you want to be seen. You want you want that praying mantis goblin fucking Varvados look. You want to be seen. Yes. You're... Hey, thank six, you. Six seven, six seven, not six five. What thank Monique? You so much for David. David. It's almost like he thinks he has to if he has to come in, he's gonna pull every diva move he's ever heard of or observed because he may never get to do it again. This is a clearance sale on Diva Yeah, behavior. it's like Diva Blackface, David. You're right. <laughs> nice. So before we get into the Bruce stuff, you know, I just happened to know, <laughs> you know, Stern was trending today on Twitter. The funniest part about Stern trending on Twitter was um, there's, I guess, some guy who's running for office whose name is Stern also. And so it wasn't really all about Howard. It was about this other guy as well. So this is Stan Goldstein. Howard just completed the best Bruce Springsteen interview ever. Hi. Must listen for all Springsteen fans. Started at 9.09 a.m. Eastern time and ended at 11.24. It was two hours 15 long. And so, you know, and then all the 
Springsteen fans come like fluttering in. Uh, my first time listening to Howard, there was a quick comment when he thanked Bruce for coming in and Howard Stern quickly said he wanted to apologize and they tossed it aside quickly. Do you know what the context was behind that? So of course, you know, I had to basically go and he ripped into Patty constantly as he did with most people he was insanely jealous of. And as Bruce said, she's Sicilian. She never forgets. I can't wait to come to that in our, in our little, uh, mm -hmm thing that we're playing today but yeah so people were just fawning over it like oh my god oh my god it was so amazing so what what a lot of people brought up though is oh, actually william there actually rips on him because no new ground yeah no this was tilled earth that was retilled i mean it was bad it was it was, yes, it was, yes, it was, it was some of the same talking points but you know it was really really good and um so what a lot of people were talking about like this guy said, if there was no discussion about the ticket fiasco, then the interviewer was a failure. I'm sure his management made it a condition for appearance. Jesus, Springsteen needs fresh management. So I had to do a little digging into that and see what exactly this was about. And um, so there's this thing going on with tickets nowadays called dynamic pricing. And mm. basically what happens is when you go to Ticketmaster to buy tickets, if there have already been like some pre-sales and different things. So say I was able to buy pre-sale because I'm Amex black card or platinum or something yes. stupid like that. Right. So I buy 10 tickets, which is the max you're allowed to buy. But then when the tickets go on sale for everybody else, I'm allowed to resell those tickets and Ticketmaster will show those as tickets that are part of the resale venue so that, you know, you're not having to go to StubHub or anything like that. You can just buy them on Ticketmaster. So all of a sudden you go on there and you see these tickets that Bruce Springsteen tickets are as high as five, six, seven thousand dollars right now. Man of the people. And, um, so fans are like going absolutely batshit and are like, you know, it's bad enough when he was on Broadway that you couldn't touch a ticket for less than a thousand dollars. But now he's going on tour, you know, 73 year old dude. And um, and the tickets are just out of out of hand. For what does the that mean, no, Mon? What? what? What does that mean? Like you said, if if you if you bought that chunk of tickets and then you decided to sell them because you can't get your friends and you you can't go, that means that well, you it's not can because just... I can't go. It's because I buy ten tickets to resell them. Right. So I can actually promote them on Ticketmaster. I can sell them. I can resell them. So instead of going to like StubHub or something like that, I can mm. resell the tickets on Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster gets a percentage of my resale. Just go up and up and up into thousands. Whatever I want to put up. Whatever I want to That's 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 it. How is that legal? What, what, it I've is. never heard of this. It How is, legal. is that legal? legal. How is it Thank different you. than a guy standing out the front of the venue with because the tickets selling them for a thousand dollars each? Thank you, Ida, so much. She is a Sicilian. She never forgets the best no, line. No, they don't. Yes, absolutely. It's the best line in the show. I can't wait to play it. Thank you. I agree, Max. But the, um, but the, you know, this is how it's legal there, uh, uh, Bon Jovio, because Ticketmaster gets a cut every time that's done. So those tickets being resold can be then resold again yes. as resold tickets. Because they're so transiting on every days. time. Just, that's uh, why it's illegal. We just had a conversation on the deppening. I can't believe you're bringing this up. How about the irony 
of Bruce's really good friends with who? Eddie Vedder and who fought Ticketmaster tooth and nail but Pearl Jam. It's ah, a complete yes. the irony of Springsteen using Ticketmaster to the hilt and Pearl Jam hating their fucking guts. Yeah. yeah was, despite no what the result was, they tried. They tried. No, no one else did. for tickets. You know, you nope. have Live Nation and you have Ticketmaster and that's it. There is no competition for dis- distribution yeah. of tickets for any show. For any show. So Ticketmaster are allowing themselves to be like eBay if you want to yeah. resell your ticket. Yeah. How, how is much, that yeah. um, how's the moral of that? To just I don't know. You know, it's really crazy. I was like a ticket for any more than more? it's worth through their yeah. company. Right, right. It's a good point, Bob. A corporate corporation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, read up on that's it. That's what later. they say about scalpers, right, Monique? If you if you it's not scalping if you sell it for the face value. It's only scalping yes, if you go yes. one dollar. How over. can Ticketmaster say, right. well, you can buy them for three hundred dollars when they the day they go on sale at nine a.m. But if you want to resell them, you can just say, I want a thousand dollars for this ticket. How's right. that? And it drives up all the rest of the prices. Don't you get it? So that's the dynamic pricing. So if you start out, so I, okay. So I was looking for tickets to go see Depeche Mode in April because they're coming to New York. Right. So I knew the tickets were going on sale at precisely nine o'clock. And so I'm sitting there waiting the countdown, countdown, countdown. And, um, and it's literally eight 59 and 59 seconds. So the page refreshes itself. And, the page refreshes, and I swear to God, it says you are 10,129th online. Like, oh, <laughs> oh no, it's not funny. What? <laughs> I was I was 28th, Monique. Kidding me. <laughs> and so and then, and then it shows you like the queue, and the queue keeps moving and moving and moving. So finally, when it's your turn, you know, it shows you the, you know, here's Madison Square Garden and here's the tickets that are available. And when you put your little mouse on something, it's already a price that is inflated from what the original price was on it because somebody was able to get tickets earlier and has already put them up oh, for resale. Dynamic pricing. It, they made it's a, it, this, is, this, this is a scam. This is a scam. Uh, yeah. But it's a monopoly, and that's why they do it. And well, Radio Gaga says it's not just Bruce Springsteen. There's no, a reason just... why Blink-182 tickets are $600. Wow. People these. paying Blink-600 to see that? Oh, Whom, by the way, uh, I saw outside of San Diego about seven free? years ago for like $55. Like, are you too much. kidding me? It's too so, much. I, and the proper the scam squad. Be, the proper <laughs> term is not a monopoly. It's an oligopoly because there's two of them. Ticketmaster is Live Nation, same company. See, there you go. Totally. Oh, so it is a monopoly now. That, now, now we're not a monopoly. You heard it here, folks. Everybody, I want you to bootleg every, like the do, like Al Dunbar and the Doobie Brothers. Uh, on uh, bootleg every concert you go to and put it on YouTube. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. I'm just Bring your phone and bootleg that, it. So a lot of I'm these scared people. That this, um, yeah. Sorry, Mon. You go. Go, That's Mon. Good, go ahead. I'm just scared that this dynamic. Pricing is going to come to Australia because I don't want that here. That sounds awful. That's that's, that's scary. Don't worry. It shouldn't exist, but because there's like, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know enough about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't uh, want that corruption in the penal colony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's coming. It will Not come. One question. <laughs> that one question on the elephant-sized fiasco. Yeah, uh, these people fiasco. are... 
the room. Really upset about that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. It was really just a, a crazy thing that people just kept. Are going. we artists or stockbrokers, Bruce? Huh? What are we? Yeah. But that's the this? thing he should ask. He should have some integrity as an right. interviewer no, to say this no, is a artist. controversial thing. Right. And you got to talk about it, man. <laughs> you got to answer to it. I agree, Bon. Are, are we artists? Bruce Wood shouldn't Bruce shouldn't get scared either, though. Because no, he's, he's involved in. He should he's just so say, this powerful, Bon. I, I agree with it. Yes, he's so powerful. Yeah. He could he could make a, quite a difference by himself. Yes. So here's another article that uh, earlier Springsteen on Howard Stern showed 10 things we learned from the new marathon interview. So let's talk a little bit about Bruce Springsteen and about how that interview went down. So um, Bruce came in around 9.05 ish. Um, Howard played two songs in their entirety before Bruce came in. <laughs> um, and then one of his. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really, <laughs> and it was. Um, <laughs> and one of his first questions was, you know, <laughs> does he does he keep his awards in like a trophy room, or does he throw oh, them off in his home? And here's what Bruce and said. she just kept them in the garage. <laughs> his Figure out what him. does Bruce Springsteen do with these awards? Do you have a room in your house where you? Where if I walked into your house, would I see? Oh, well, I, used to, I used to give them all to my mother. Uh, she lived in California, and she just kept him in the garage. <laughs> so. Okay, Bruce had a really, really weird laugh, by the way. So, um, sounds I like Bruce really Hornsby, right, Money? Like I don't. <laughs> it was, it was really yeah. weird. It was just really weird. I, I, you know, I don't know if he really knows who Howard is, other than the fact that Howard used to talk shit about him and his Terrorize wife. Him. So does he think that Howard's supposed to be like the funny guy and so he should laugh? Yeah. Or oh, he's is it forcing the, it out. He's gritty. Why was gritty it teeth, weird probably. and inappropriate? Like, I don't know. I just thought it was really weird. Here's another one of him, like, in his crazy laugh. Here we go. Shape, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about if I'm aging because I'm going to, you're going to age. But you do go, hey, I look pretty good there, you know. <laughs> and and, and I, what are you doing? I, I assume you take Metamucil like I do. Uh, <laughs> are you a fan of Metamucil? Okay, really? Oh, I can Is understand it... why he laughs at that because that's just a stupid thing to say from Howard yeah. about Metamucil. Like, that's I would laugh. That award just go, question, oh, like, yes. That, that award Damn. question is one of the biggest cliche platitudes hack interview questions on the face of the it earth. It is. You're it so is right. the worst question. Totally. The doorstop. That's usually what yep. they say. That's right. That's right. That's that's the punchline for everyone. That's right, Bob. Good, good call, John. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Here's, here's Howard talking about, um, you know, his his um, full on commitment to his show and to his procedure and to what he does in such a fucking load of shit. It's not even funny. I am someone when I do a radio. <laughs> Crazy, Robin. I can't take a break. I don't even want to take a break for a commercial. I go for hours longer than I'm contracted to, but I know why I'm doing it. And there's a bit of sickness on my part, but I'm wondering if you've gotten that deep with it. Yeah. He goes hours longer than he's contracted to hours. I'm sorry. What? Huh? If, if, if he goes 10 minutes over, it's because he's too sloppy to hit. A, he doesn't have to hit breaks like other radio shows do. They get in trouble. He does whatever he wants because he can't actually abide by it. It's, it's just him being, 
sloppy. When he doesn't have a guest who's he's lathering completely to try to get an angle to get some access. 10.05, he's like, oh, well, we've done a lot of show. It's time to leave. I mean, And you know, he won't done... let them go to other shows, Dennis. Yeah. He's got, there's a, literally a memo that goes out to the other shows. But You're not allowed to speak to Springsteen today. You know, I mean, or the Mark only time Maron. he goes any type of length is when he's there trying to work an angle with these guests. Because otherwise, 10.05, it's like, yeah, oh, Robin, we've done a lot of show today. We'll yeah, I was going to get to um, how big Richard Chrissy's shit was today, but we're going to save that for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's time to go. So here's the clip of the yeah. day. Um, which I'm excited. I really, I really need a clip of the day intro. Bon Jovi, you missed my intro. I did really quickly today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, show it to you. It? I'm gonna show it to you when we're done with the clip of the day. Hold on a second. Okay, so oh, you're doing your cute talking. voice. I love that. I get <laughs> the picture has a cute voice because it literally took me like two minutes before we started. And by the way, I know that's how you spoke to Brent when you spoke to him on the phone. Oh my god, everyone's saying you're dead. You're not dead, right? Oh my god, Brent, you're so cute. You're still alive. Two language and me cooler. I pitch Mike. Okay, so listen to this. So they're talking about, you know, he would have loved it if Patty would have come on with him. And I feel like what Howard was trying to do with Bruce was almost replicate Bruce's Broadway show. like, yeah. And what I loved about what Bruce did today, though, which was just such a delicious fuck you, is that Bruce didn't play all of any song. He would just play like a piece of it. So yeah. Howard can't use that as like, oh my God, look, Bruce Springsteen did Dancing in the Dark acapella. To fill 10 minutes so he doesn't have to, to talk, 10 right? minutes on right. YouTube, you know? He didn't do any of that. He played maybe like a minute or a 12-minute interstitial bumper that Fred will play. So, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So That's a great point. On That's YouTube really... As a full song that Bruce Springsteen played. So Bruce really, a lot of what Bruce said, <laughs> literally exactly what he's done in his show. And then he'll play a little bit on the guitar or whatever. Um, the two things that definitely came out of it is the fact that he needs to use hearing aids when he's at home now because he's destroyed his from so many years of, of doing this. And what, what, babe? Rock and roll, baby. Here it is. I saw you, you wrote that in the chat. And also that he can no longer play uh, the beginning of Jungle Land. He just doesn't, he can't, just can't play it on the piano anymore. I'm not necessarily sure what the reasoning was for that. So, anyway, he's talking about Patty should have come in. And here's what Bruce says. And to get Patty here, you may have to do some sweet talking because she's Sicilian with a long memory. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for being here because uh, I got a lot to apologize for. No, 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 no. You, you're very gracious and very forgiving, and uh, and I adore you, and I adore Patty, and I love your your whole sound. So well, uh, I'm glad to be here. And uh, yeah, okay. Because you Patty adore Patty, why? Okay. Didn't they speak on the phone, Monique, for hours? And shouldn't he apologize then? Yeah. Do you think that'd be the move if you're talking to him? As far as we know, and I think Billy Joel brokered this friendship, by the way. Billy Joel is the guy who booked Don Henley. There's no, br- there's no friendship here. I'm saying that. I think Springsteen has got Billy Joel helped broker this. Oh, book. I thought it was Jan. Uh, like no, I think oh, Sirius oh. told him he had to finally come in. I don't think so. Why would Bruce give a fuck? Why does he have to do anything? Why does Street do? Radio? Why does Bruce Street. give a fuck? He no, just he sold this whole thing for five hundred million dollars. What does he give a shit about East Street Radio? He Ooh, doesn't he have to do anything. 
He doesn't give a shit. Because he's a narcissist, and E Street Radio feeds that narcissism. Shit, you you really think like Jennifer Witz could say, "Oh, Bruce Springsteen, (laughs) go in and talk to Howard Stern." Never happens. Never, ever, ever would happen. You're giving them way too much um, authority. It's a fucking radio station that plays Jungle Land forty times. You know who gives a shit? That's like telling them all Eminem, you have to go on the Howard Stern show because you have, you know. Eminem radio never happened. Never ever never ever, happened. Never happened. Sorry. Gonna maybe you're right. Maybe it was Jan. Uh, Wow, did you record that bond? Yes, maybe you're right. right? Did you did you (laughs) God damn it? Even though I Um, think Sirius had a part of it. Okay, Uh, so so here we go. Springsteen on the Howard Stern show. Ten things we learned from the new marathon interview. Uh let's see. Here's what we learned. Comments on selling his catalog for $500 million, and that's why Jennifer Witz can make him insist on going in and talking to Howard. Late last year, it was announced he sold his master's to Sony Music. When asked about the massive sale, Springsteen said, I just got to a point in my life where at 73, I was going to Columbia. They were going to take really care of it, really good care of it. So it's just a timing thing, and it made sense to do it now. Um, and Stern followed up with this cashing in, uh, so saying, Hey, I worked my entire life. Let me realize it in some monetary way. What these songs are worth. You wish you had a fucking catalog of work that was worth that much money. He did. He thought he did, did, but it really wasn't worth it. He doesn't. He now wears hearing aids. Um, (laughs) I've been lucky. My voice, my voice has gotten better as I've gotten Ah! I didn't think he sounded that good today at all. Unfortunately, I'm not going to play any of it for you. Um, he admits a life of rock and roll has damaged his hearing, and he sometimes wears hearing aids, joking how his wife asks whether he can hear her or he just isn't listening. I wear them when I'm at home, and they help a lot. His last moments with Clarence, um, basically talking about how he was playing guitar to him while he knew he was dying and he was in the other room. Who he'd like in his super group. Um, oh, Stern and Springsteen sang the praises of Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Fred Norris on guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, let me let me stop right here on this thing. This yeah. this converse this part of the conversation was fucking insane. Uh, I mean, because Howard Howard is stuck in this whole way back machine about these supergroups, which is nothing that will ever happen again. And none of those guys were over the hill like like Springsteen was. Even Roy Orbison was still kind of relevant when he did Traveling Wilburys. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were still relevant people. Springsteen is over the hill and done at this point. I mean, and nobody does supergroups anymore because that was a that was a thing way back when in the 60s and 70s. Well, and sure the Hollywood vampires, Dennis. Right. <laughs> oh, the, oh, that. I'm sorry. Well, Shellback actually asked an interesting question. Do you think he was even allowed to sing his whole songs? Who knows? Well, probably not. Just answered. He, he doesn't Who own them. Who knows? Um, Zuma Show says Bruce has already talked about selling the catalog. Nothing new about that. The actual news was the hearing aids. Uh, WABC Radio News even reported on that today. So, okay, hearing aids is big news. So, yeah. I thought he was a hydrogen peroxide guy like me, Monique, with the ear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I always pictured Bruce sitting on sitting on a pillow with a with a, with a cotton ball with hydrogen peroxide dipping it in his ear like I do once a month. 
Okay. You got to hear this. Please remind me. I have to show you all pictures of our boy Arm dressed as oh, Halloween no. back a couple of years ago. I cannot wait to share that with you. I'm going to do it as soon as we're done with this. Um, the best songs he's ever written. Um, he said, Darkness on the Edge of Town, Born to Run, Born in the USA, Thunder Road. Stuff off of his Nebraska album from 1982. Decades ago. Rising from 20. 20- uh, 2002 so all more than 20 years old so, <laughs> nothing current nothing yes. remotely current his days are behind him uh new significance for darkness on the edge of town he underwent surgery in 2013 to repair discs in his neck which were causing numbness in his fingers and affecting his guitar playing um blah 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 blah, blah. so i wonder where his florida home is i'm curious if it's anywhere near howard can somebody look that up for us please it's gotta, it's gotta be that is. palm beach community it's gotta be it's gotta it's be the canoe down to the uh the other shore um a new piece of jersey shore lore early in the interview springsteen noted how he wrote oh. Third in the night and blinded by the light of his debut album in the lock harbor beach um it's the panhandle monique <laughs> the, west, the west side <laughs> that's my florida novel the, hill, the hillbilly <laughs> as they call it the hillbilly riviera yes. uh, <laughs> um, he likes taylor swift i mean some of this no, he just, doesn't he's never going to retire he said he said he's taking a look at johnny cash what? Seeger, um and that pete was like 91 or 92 coming out and singing this land is your land and you know has decided that hey you know if they can do that i can do that too so he apparently is not going anywhere what's he retiring from i mean <laughs> really i really no idea i really don't know how that works i don't know i don't know enough um i did want to share which i thought was like a, a weird silliness from this week uh so howard thinks he really knows uh bruce and he was asking all of these like ridiculous questions about him and, and stuff like that and what i wanted to share really quickly because of course he's not here today so i wanted to share um monique i'm sorry to interrupt you T tiger lily and c say i'm sorry they said nothing no dragon and uh wait what, no, what was baby we lost you just say uh, Tiger Lily and C-137 said Red um, Wellington, Florida is where he hails from. Where's that? I don't know. Wellington. I think that's on the East Coast. Okay. I don't I know anything. The, uh, I watched your introduction just then, Monique, and it was suitably scary for Halloween. Well done. It was nice and creepy. Why, why would you give that yeah, away? By... I was going to play it again for everybody. It was. It's by West Ham. <laughs> I was going to get chastised for mentioning so, that I liked it. I thought you wanted me to say that I liked it. <laughs> I, did want to, I, I, I seek your approval when it comes to making sense.
could have been like kicking you. So so yeah, I know I've driven by Wellington and uh yeah it's it's complimented by first, Dennis. I mean come what? on. Man. <laughs> Where's Wellington? All right, it's 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 west of West Palm and um it's very wealthy and people in the chat are also pointing out and this is the thing it's big for its equestrian which it is um so yeah it's it's a hoity-toity but not on the water oh interesting it's How in did we it's get England, to but it has horses well, because he lives on the water in jersey so maybe he didn't need to clarence clemens can't swim don't forget that. <laughs> well he can't definitely not anymore. He could float. I know. Um, um, and yes, we like Clarence. He seems like a really nice I guy. I do too. Oh, I, blah, I blah, blah. blah 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 blah. <laughs> just play a little whiskers thing um, because we were talking about how much Howard knows Bruce, and the reality is that um, Beth did a Instagram a stupid gram this week without realizing what she was talking about. So let's play this real quick. I don't know if it's going to come out, but let's see. How's it going? Bonjour from Australia. You know, these guys are still not dicking around. Um, anyway, I was uh I was on Instagram this morning and I happened to notice that uh the famous interviewer Howard Stern was talking to his dimwit wife about the Bruce Springsteen song, I'm on fire, where she was playing. Howard said that he, uh, that Bruce wrote that song for Elvis. <laughs> what Elvis died. <laughs> well, it turns out that Howard, the great interviewer who's going to interview Bruce, was 100% wrong. The song that Bruce Springsteen wrote for Elvis was Fire. You know, oh, and when we kiss, it's like fire. That song. So, what a complete imbecile. Here he is bragging about how he's going to interview this over the hill rock and roll star. And he doesn't know dick about what song he wrote for who or why. What an idiot. Anyway, apparently he had Beth take down the video because it was such a source of embarrassment. He didn't want people to point out the fact that he doesn't know Dick. Well, guess what? Mr. Whiskers knows Dick, and he knows his Bruce Springsteen <laughs> mumbo jumbo. I can't. I can't take it. I can't. I can't. Yeah. That is okay. This this literally is. The most disturbing thing we've ever done. <laughs> oh, is it more disturbing than John dresses? Uh, wow. Um, wow. See, see my George Decay T-shirt. This is circa. Oh. This is like the early days of serious. This is like my, my sister's uh, Halloween party Holy. in like 2008, 2000. Holy mackerel! <laughs> 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 look at look at my world's oldest teenage. That's the E. I tried to mimic the E studios when you come out of the, you know, the booth. <laughs> look, look, uh, no part, guys. I, I don't know, no part. Even though I'm wearing a wig, I had my sister spray paint my part, like Tony Coburn. <laughs> 
I let myself get shot from the left side. What was I thinking? Oh my god, this is just that. the funniest right? thing. Only <laughs> from the, the right. Only oh from the right. Dying. And yes, Barbara DeRush, that's me in Halloween 1979 on my avatar. Dying. 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 I'm Shazam. This is the funniest. The Casio. Yeah, the Casio is the best. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite picture ever. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. When I used to go to my sister's house, the kids used to put the toys behind the couch. All the f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my. That was my nephew's playroom at totally. the time. That's, that's exactly right. He had all his action figures are kind yeah, of around. Shelf. Yeah, that was prime <laughs> Chucky O'Hara time. Oh my fucking god, that's so funny. Okay, so I just thought that's you a would good observation. But yeah. That. Um, yeah. So Johnny, Monique, did you get the bagel picture I sent you? I made my own bagels. Bagel. Speaking of Florida, <laughs> I don't know if you got Speaking it. Of Florida, I made my own bagels. Speaking of Florida, <laughs> yeah. Do you see them? Yeah. Well, hold on. I'm gonna put okay. them up. Give me a second. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me. Get I want to show everybody. You don't have to be in New York to make your own bagels. I made these in uh, California. What are you doing? Making bagels? Lie. Because I wanted to prove that you you can make pizza and oh, bagels see, outside right. of New York. All about the right, water, Dennis? Not about the actual but, bagel. But did you boil them in lye? Yes, water? I did. Yes, okay. I did. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a bagel. Not bad, right? Steroided. They're Conseco bagels. Nice. My... I see that you put a little Xanax in each one. That's too. my that's my new well <laughs> that's my new oh, uh, yeah. Wellbutrin, that's my Wellbutrin uh, subscription prescription. <laughs> The Xanax is the extra touch. <laughs> it's well butrin. It goes with the schmear. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Not I can't bad, right, guys? It's not New York. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's good. That's for you. Yeah, that poppy is, seed. That so is impressive. Fa- no, they're poppy seed so you can fail. So you can those fail are every drug test. Those are everything's. Better than Zabar's. Better are than H&H, right, Monique? So are they delicious? Yes. Yes. Excellent. You can tell me, look, better than H&H, better than Zabar's, Monique. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Good for you. I had to get a bris to make them. This man makes bagels. Okay. This is the <laughs> man behind the magic. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's it for my Bruce clips. Is there anything you want to add about Bruce Springsteen? He's uh he, he is a incredible nar- um affected narcissist that loves himself more than anything else on God's green earth and can give two shits about any other human on anywhere on the earth really that's pretty much what i got from this interview today yeah even oh. kind of stated that he even kind of stated that that you know bruce is more important than anything else bruce so but yeah so now because he asked him about helping out uh young um musicians and he's like no they need just to struggle it's really? a completely different yeah, landscape he said that today. yeah yeah, Total that's not the same line. I don't agree with that answer. If he did say Total that, indifference. Yeah. Doesn't it's give a, a totally different landscape. Suffering. You can't get yeah. signed for shit today. Doesn't that matter. Right, Bon? Baby. You got this brilliant musician, Bon Jovial, over here. You, get you can't get signed on, like, for like shit. TikTok. That's yep. where people get That's right. It's it's easy to roll off that window on the limousine as you drive by. <laughs> you don't have to see them. Yeah. I decided yeah. I don't uh, Bon, are you still with us? Now I see his mic is off. Okay, so we are going to now go to... Cleaning out 
the computer. So, keeping with our Bruce Springsteen theme du jour, uh, John happened to send me a bunch of clips relating to Bruce. Now, we think we'll have a bunch of clips, so we're not going to play them. them out. We don't, um, I think we should play them all week. I think we all should, week, baby. I, I'll all get week. more. So I want to get the Scalfa stuff. Your main ones. What are the most? Pressing? They're all good. Boom. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I, I want to go with some things about book. I want Bruce Ducks Howard at Sirius pumps. Monique, this speaks to what you said. I can't believe you said. This is when you talked about the front loading of guests to try to impress when he was he was pretending he wasn't going to resign. So in the same week, he has Jay Z, Billy Joel, and he can't get Springsteen. Springsteen comes into Sirius to do a two-hour interview, which I believe is with Jimmy Fallon. And Howard is like, "Why not me?" Hey, listen, to my show. I didn't play a lot of Springsteen clips because what are the odds that this oh, show gonna get killed for tomorrow yes i played a lot of springsteen clips. it's gonna get killed let's be honest you know there's only so much you can do i gave you the top 10 moments from the show i gave you a little bit of his loony fucking laugh i gave you you know a little discussion about what was going on with him that was the tenor of the entirety of the conversation that's right can't play, and like, yeah. can't play him so i can't uh I can't. And, sorry like they were honestly, saying they really recycled um, questions absolutely mm-hmm. recycled. It's, it's from Neil had... Young interview. It's from McCartney. It's it's he's asking him how he writes a song again. Yeah, it's, again. It's Howard has literally thirty questions. I mean, that's all he really that's has. He that's doesn't his... have much else. He really uh, doesn't. There's no depth. Get you learn nothing about the person because it's only the superfluous stuff that you get on the top surface area. Absolutely, and nothing I'll else. Give him a bit. I'll give him a little bit of credit that Howard wasn't like a giddy schoolgirl. Mm. He was kind of just interviewing him. It was he was being serious because he's not a fan, Bond. Because he's not a real fan. fan. No, that's that's truly not a fan. No, Artie's a fan. (laughs) He's a tourist. He's a poor. He's a poser. This is this is. There's so much evidence of him eviscerating Bruce and not getting him. And hey, I mean, I could just I could make a ten hour video on it. And I just kind of, you know, had to compartmentalize it here, but we'll show did you. Did he ask any sex questions? How big is your cock? How big are Patty's tits? No, he did not. He did, no, because and this is the usual thing with Springsteen with Howard. With Howard, Springsteen is a conduit to these people he can't get access to. Because Hollywood yeah. Howie wants access to these high-level people that Springsteen has access to. And he's trying to use it as a conduit to get onto uh, upper level of... Uh, you know the upper oh. level of show business that he can't get to. We so had Gary to admit work that, that angle. Hmm? We had Gary admit from the Pelican Brief, kind of a carryover from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played the phrase "safe space." So yep. their goal is to make the Stern Show be considered a safe space. Yep. One thousand percent, though they came to Gary and said, "Look, it. We don't want to talk about the Ticketmaster thing. Yep. We don't want to talk about anything that has to do with his wife. We don't want to talk about this. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about this. No doubt about it. And because when you're that, and you're as big as Bruce, you get away with that. The, right. The red, the red. And by the way, the, does anybody know? Does Bruce have grandkids? Mm, yes, he has one grandchild. I was, I was hoping he would have introduced <laughs> it. That that was I was praying Bruce would have gone down the grandkid, you know my my greatest thrill in my life is uh, hanging out with my grandkid, and so it would have to trigger something and Howard would have nope. to duck it or hamana, hamana, I, I will give you five hundred dollars for my black lipstick 
napkin. I was just realizing that I still had my Halloween black lipstick on and um, it's bothering me now. So, yeah. But yeah, um, so this was just star fucking 101 with Howard. It was just trying to get access to people he can't get access to. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's really what this was. It was trying to get to that other Hollywood level that he has no access to. Exactly. Because he can't get it through Bon Jovi. He can't get it through the Aniston. He can't get it through so Kimmel. He, you would but why can't he get it through Robert Plant? Robert Plant, he get into that group. How many times that's... has Kimmel had Springsteen on? How many times what, Mooney? Has Kimmel had Springsteen on? I am going to I, – I very frequently check the Kimmel Five? show for things. I'm going to estimate – between a half dozen to ten times wow. over the years. Kimmel's been on since oh, he's going on twenty years on the air. Jesus, really? ABC. He I'm started like, Super Bowl of two thousand four, uh, two thousand three. There's a difference though so between bad, though. <laughs> going trying to go through Kimmel to get to Springsteen to get to these other people, or trying to go directly through Springsteen to get to these other people. Yeah, but Dennis, he's got so level. many people working on that. That Monique I is know. right. The fact that he took him this long, you got Kimmel, you got Fallon, you got Billy Joel, you got the guy from uh, Rolling Stone, Jan Wenner. You got Jan. so many people. He got, So he must have been pissed off at the pet. He got well, he's, he, I, just like Barrymore, we were talking about, Dennis. Yep. It's Bruce is on the level of a Drew Barrymore with the amount of times he got eviscerated by Howard over the years. He has no Daddy reason to like him. Worse. Forget. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. They forget. They don't have neither. None, Drew Barrymore does not have a Sicilian wife, uh, and, and I know firsthand what that's like. And you that may is, have that is not pleasant. She's Sicilian with a long memory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I know. Yeah, that is not a good thing to piss off. You don't want to piss that this off. Is why he has never been on the fucking yeah. show. Well, yeah, Monique, Howard... two masters, right? Was his, was there a Zoss rape in? Uh, did did Howard bring up Zoss? To Bruce no. earlier, he didn't bring up okay. to Bruce though. Okay, to somebody out to Gary or someone before. So should I play this Bruce? Um, sorry, this uh, Billy Joel confides in Bruce. No, um, um, I told. I kind of want to. Let's just go to some of the stuff that uh, I. What did I say? Bruce ducks Howard at serious. That's a good um, one. Jay, this is what you were talking about with when he front loaded the guests to try to get to try to make it like he's he, he's making it look like he's not going to resign. So this is going into the third contract. And so he's uh, he's in the same week. He is Jay Z, Billy Joel, and he can't get Springsteen. Okay. How many shows left? Fourteen. Fourteen. Robin, you're keeping the official count. Is that side of here? Somebody said to me, "Why don't you like build your own studio?" And you know, there's been lots of discussion about what we're going to do if we leave here. And you're not leaving. I got a lot of nice emails, phone calls. I heard from people on the street how much they enjoyed the Jay Z interview. And I spent my day beating myself up and thinking of all the questions I didn't ask. Now, if we're lucky if we get an hour. Yesterday, we were lucky to get yeah. an hour. It's just, you know, and then I walked in today, and there, were, there was a bunch, when I walked into the Sirius building in the main lobby area were a bunch of chairs, and you could tell there was some sort of party last night. And I said to Ronnie, what was going on here? And they go, oh, Bruce Springsteen was here last night. You're kidding. I go, wow, you're kidding. Why didn't anybody ever tell me that? You mean he did a concert here? Turns out he didn't do a concert. For the Bruce Springsteen channel, he did a two-hour uh, lecture. I don't want to say lecture, but he answered people's questions. They had That's a small, small studio audience, this kind of thing they did. And I was like, oh, how do we get him in here? 
But I saw Jimmy Fallon gets him for an hour. Yeah, I saw that too. He's, a, yeah. I guess, Jimmy and uh, Bruce have some kind of friendship. Oh, yeah, right. I guess so. I don't know how that all works, but. But I know they've done something else together before. Well, I guess that's how I got Billy to come in, because I know him personally. We, and we, we, you know, he, he comes over to my home quite a bit. I've been to his home. and. Well, now you're doing the Barbara oh, Wall. Yeah. Cultivate. So that's how I got Billy to come in, because I, uh, I, but by the way, I never once asked Billy to do an interview. I never even brought it up. Oh, shit. It was his idea. He said, you know, hey, I, I want to call in. Uh, and he had a good time on the phone and kind of said, hey, you know, I want to come in there. You know, fuck off. Seriously, there was no way Bruce was coming in. By the way, they were having a party. By the way, it was at nighttime. By the yeah. way, hours after you are gone for the day. And you would have made it so that Bruce would have had to come in, chew his fucking ear off for two hours. Yes. And, and there's no way they don't know about it, Monique. With fucking Gary on the prowl no. and Zoss raping. There's no way they don't know yeah, he's coming Zoss. in there. Zoss Rapin would definitely know because he is what an executive for music. I mean, that's there's right. no way that he was exactly no right. That, was, that was his know. position at the time. That's exactly right. Yeah, no way. He's he so doesn't want to shit. admit he got blown off by him. He's acting like he's completely unaware of. They they must. They, you know, they tried to get him. But you know, the funny thing is, there's plenty of people that blow off Howard Stern. Of course, really I want to know them all. I want to know them all. You know, there's plenty of people. He tends to, you know, have the wish list is it, which is mostly, you know, rock stars from when he was younger. But well, we, Monique, it was posted in the background. Remember DiCaprio and uh, Taylor Swift and Nicholson. I would kill for. Oh, I got to see that list again. It was somebody had. A, was it Brent that gave you a screenshot of it? It was so, out there somewhere. It was on the forum for a little bit. The yes. The other the other one though is like De Niro. Because I imagine he has to be on his list, and that motherfucker will never come into that studio, no, ever, ever. Fuck no, <laughs> no, no desire to come. He would kill for like a Pacino, De Niro, yeah. Daisy thing. He would. There's kill. no way Pacino would ever come in now, especially after all the oh insulting he did of Pacino. No. no way. And De Niro was the co-owner of Nobu with Richie yes. Notar. I, exactly. it was, he was supposed to come on, and that vacation vacation Lucian schedule. De Niro wanted to call in or something, and they it's, his schedule is a but lot of why didn't they can't he, get people on. Didn't he also rip into De Niro about date, dating black girls? Yes. I think oh, he did. Yes. He ripped into him hard. There's oh, yeah. no way he's going on. Was black. He could not believe that. No way. Uh, no I mean, way. He never does interviews, and that's probably true. But he's also losing it a little bit, to be quite honest with you. Mm. He's, up there with, um, he's up there with Jack Nicholson. I think he's got a little touch of the touch of the old timers. The, yep. the the Heimers, I bet you Travolta and Cruz will never go on because they're afraid Howard will do a suicide mission. No now doubt about it. Scientology will not allow it. The way he is now, he wouldn't. He's such no, a no, he never would. No he way. Would no. All right, but, Johnny, what clip do you want me to play now? If you want to play just one more, I mean, you guys. When yeah. I got when my Wi-Fi cut out, did you guys play the Badge Bunny thing I sent you with uh, that shot? Forty-one shots. That song he did about uh, no. cop. You didn't. You no. Didn't, you remember when I got cut off? And I didn't know which I sent you a bunch of Springsteen bashing. And then I, I only heard Gary pissing on Springsteen's interview skills. And I came back and I don't know if you played Howard the Badge Bunny, uh, ba Howard Badge Bunny's Bruce over 41 shots. 
I don't think uh, we played I don't, that one. I but I have it right here. And I, I don't think we played that one. titles, John. I love <laughs> titles. I, I do things that are just realistic. I used to spend more time <laughs> on titles. I do Bruce Mom's Kept Awards in Garage. And he does Howard the Badge Bunny, Bruce Over 41 Shot Song. Here we go. You see all the cops want Bruce Springsteen dead because he's into that. He wrote a song about... The Amadou Diallo. Thing. Yeah, I don't blame the cops. I'd be pissed, too. <laughs> What's he got to do? Yeah, Bruce Springsteen, shut up, man. 41 shots. Have you heard the song? I haven't heard the song. I've only seen some of the lyrics. I yeah. haven't heard it. I no, don't he's play it when he comes. It yet. He's just been performing it live. And Remember the cops shot that guy 41 bullets, and I told you there was every reason to shoot him 41 times? In fact, the jury said uh, the same thing. The cops were not convicted. They, they, they thought he was pulling out a gun. And when you empty your gun into a guy, when you think he has a gun, you empty it. So anyway, Bruce Springsteen wrote a song, 41 shots. 41 shots and out. So Springsteen's going to be at the garden. And the cops are like, you know what, dude? A lot of us work off-duty security. We're not going to work it. Yeah, take care of yourself. Yeah, take it. 41 shots, go take care of yourself. You don't want us around. Yeah, I don't blame him. I'd be pissed. Bruce is like, you know, the work. Meanwhile, the cops used to love Bruce Springsteen because he was like the working man's. Right. Uh, he was always giving money to like laid off union guys and yeah. all that stuff. But now yeah. the cops what hate him. What do you him. do for the working I like guy? Him. I like That's him. Right. Nothing. Yeah, why should he be so popular? Yeah, who like why should life be easy for him? Forty-one shots. Like you know what? F you. There's nothing else to sing about. Now you're down to like forty-one shots. To make somebody F talk you. about you, you mm. have to do this. F you. You know. You know, and then Robin always shoves her two fucking fat cents in. Fucking monster. I, I didn't listen to the interview today, class. Monique. I imagine that had to come up, right? How no, definitely brought that up. Not. Oh, I don't, no, you didn't bring that up. Wow. No, no, they that's crazy. I thought for sure no. that would come Frank, up. Frank, let's be honest. We have tried so hard. We have shown blackface. No. We have shown <laughs> who's the Jew. We have shown, you know, Fred dressed as a Nazi. We have shown so much stuff. If he can't get canceled for that, he's not getting canceled for something like that. Frank you know said, we need you to complain about the black yeah, man. We need a black man to complain about I mean, the black man. You know why? Complain, but you know. Do you know why he won't get canceled? He's irrelevant. You can't cancel something that's irrelevant. It just really, seriously, you can't. Yeah, or, a par- or a partner. He's irrelevant. With an ironclad <laughs> partner contract. I wish Fudgie the Whale would get harpooned already. Says Benjamin. Oh, well, that's <laughs> and, and awesome. the best part, though. Nice it, it, Every oh, once in a while, yes. every once in a while, you would hear Blobbin during the interview. You like hear a breath from her. Oh, it was really? So weird. It was so fucking weird. You thought she would say something, and you just kind of, and and it's like, okay, she gonna, is she going to interject? Nope. No, it's just no. Sound. She's gasping for air. It's, it was so insane. I, I think that clip is as bad as it gets in today's raw, raw, pretty bad. 9-11, you know, um, fake patriot thing. When you do that, to, that's about as bad as it gets. That's about as worse. <sighs> well, I'm going to save a bunch of these clips for the rest of the week because we do have a, yes. a bunch of stuff about Artie and Howard. Meet Bruce 01, 02, 03. Those are from uh, 2000. Yeah, already, already meeting Springsteen and Howard. Yeah, so we're going to save some of that for tomorrow. You know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what's going to happen. Victory lap, baby. Yeah. Victory okay. lap. Yep. Yeah, Four-hour end zone dance. First, he's going to talk about how exhausted he is from having to go into the city and come back and the traffic and all this other bullshit. Meanwhile, yes. he's literally taking the LIE at like, you know, 1130. <laughs> and, <laughs> as if anybody's going that way at that time. And, and then I was getting congratulated <laughs> by everyone. Yeah, exactly. 
and he's gonna. Monique, he, he gets to use the HOV lane because he gets <laughs> fat, him and his hair and his ego. See, he <laughs> he gets know extra going. passengers. <laughs> you know, you know, what Dennis? Can I ask a question? Did Howard do the usual thing at the end where he says, "Will you come back on again, Bruce?" And then Robin goes, "Yeah." Will yeah you how come did they back end it? On? How did they end the uh, suddenly, interview? literally suddenly? They were talking about um, uh, the new album, and then he was like, "Okay, yeah, that was really good. All right, we're gonna go for today," and then just literally stopped the show. I mean, it, there was no, there was, there was literally nothing. It was just the show to stop at 10, at 11, 21. Okay. It just stopped. It, it literally, there was nothing, there was nothing else happened. I mean, David's got a good thought, Dennis. David, so bizarre. What Gary did in the wrap up show after that, I, I think I'm going to go after that. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Oh. Somebody yeah, actually, to, no one listened. I mean, no, he's right. That's a good way. I mean, I should have, I was thinking about that too. Gary, uh, you know, jerking himself off on the wrap-up show. Oh, he had to, but I mean, but the show—I mean, you couldn't—you couldn't have asked for a more bizarre ending. <laughs> I'm not going to show any of this, but I'm just curious what um, what kind of clips they have. Is this today? Yeah, Stern show That's today. Yeah, if you just that, that looks like the studio. Yeah, it looks like it. No, no, that doesn't actually behind no, wait, there. See. That's not that's not studio looking to me. I don't know why. We have to, we have to stop it there. Yeah, let me see. Look at the stupid angle Howard's got. The cal- um, overcalculated stupid angle. These are all his Bruce things. Let's see eight more. I gotta be at a seventy-two percent angle, Robin. Does that look like it's his studio? Yeah, I, I thought it. I, that's his studio. They redecorated it again. Probably is. Like I, I don't trust time. anything they do. It probably is. But for the twelfth time, it gets redecorated. <laughs> no one's there. That's right, Crazy Robin. He's got a Zoss Rapin tan. Bruce does. <laughs> yeah, nice. Right. It's so funny the way Bruce is seventy-three years old and he still wears his short sleeve button. He looks down. good. He looks as good up. as you can look. Oh, that's look his job. He looks. Don't get me wrong. I he think looks he looks great. great for his age, for sure. For sure. I just I, I find it just so amusing that he still wears these little cuffs. Dress your age, dude. Dress uh, your age. Hey, look at look at we still look 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 who we're talking to. <laughs> you, hey! you, the plunging neckline contest with you. He actually <laughs> wore a t-shirt with a sweatshirt over it. He wore a zippered hoodie. Wow. He did, didn't he? He really did. I wish I could play this, but I know it'll get booted. Thank you, Tamara, Tamara Francois. Like and subscribe. I never say that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I never say that either. Let me get this. Where's the light? Sick tomorrow. I'm gonna do it right now. Hold on. I'm gonna get out of here. We're gonna do our like and subscribe, and we're gonna get out of this. I'll get some screen caps from that for tomorrow's show. Yeah, because we have to analyze the shit out of this because it looks like it looks like his regular studio, but my God, how do you screw up the sound in that studio when no one's used it? That's right, Marta, and welcome back. He looks way better than Howard. Way better. Well, He's five yeah, years I mean, older. Well, then again, anyone looks better than Howard. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's so the bar that's really we're sitting at. Marta, Marta, that's a low bar. 
Yeah, he yeah he listen he does look dun, he dun, dun. he looks better than him. I mean he's a tiny person, but he looks good. He's tiny. <laughs> Melvin, as usual, always agreeing with John. Yes, he does. With arm, I don't believe a word of this. My guess is they were not in the same room together, or even in the studio. Something else is going on. Okay, I'm gonna get screen caps of it tomorrow, and then we will talk about it. He totally doesn't look bad for a 75 year old major rock and roll. Always unnecessarily mysterious, Melvin. Always. <laughs> so Springsteen is. Lily, Lily Pushin, then he's like Lily. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sarah. Is that Sarah? Sarah making a cameo at the end? Of <laughs> Look at Sarah coming through in the clutch for a promo. Um, oh, it looks like a Jewish witch. <laughs> <laughs> he was just for Halloween, of course. All right, so tomorrow we'll we will also do our victory lap of how horrible the interview was today. We'll see if there's any other news that comes out from it other than the hearing aids which i think is pretty much i agree with uh zuma dog it's probably like the biggest thing that happened so tomorrow fred yes fred will have his new springsteen puppet um xavier will probably be back talking like springsteen <laughs> doing to me yeah, for yeah. and um that will pretty much be it so thank you bon for including yourself in today's little production we appreciate it I am go, hope go go with a smile. <laughs> that was Nicholson. That nice. was good. <laughs> most, I'm just hoping, Bon. Bon, are you there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just so yes. you know, I just wanted to let you know that tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. is November. Uh, it's November. Oh, yeah. It's just kind it's of already. I've, I've uploaded, but it it's already November already. there. It's just kind of curious. Let's it go is a to the calendar. October. I have to tell you that music is one of the funniest fucking things I think it I've is. ever heard. It, where does that come from? It was just so ridiculous. Is it Aborigine? That's how playing no, this game on Ralph. I Google. Uh, no, I, I just looked on YouTube for um, flute playing chariots of fire, and it was all. And it was some guy playing it all Jeez. out of key, and I was like, perfection. It's so out of key and so delicious. There's just nothing funnier than that. I love that. Okay, so but tomorrow's but November, so hopefully our it our... is uploaded for you. It's okay, so more... our PJ is gonna have a new November for us. Monique, and it will blow your minds. I say this to Monique every time I put one up. I say, I've uploaded it for you, and it's going to change the way you feel about media. <laughs> I make these well, grand know, statements. Yeah. I, I love that because I download them, and then I upload them into um, StreamYard, and then I just mm. leave them. So, hey, Bon, are you, you should be able to just upload them into our StreamYard, no? It doesn't let me. It only lets you, which is oh. annoying. Because I would just load it in. I yeah, wish they, totally. They, can you email them what, when you send a text to Scott asking him about that audio being so bad? Can you email Streamyard and say I have this little guy from Australia who wants to be able to upload the bits, and can you change your whole platform so that he can do that? You can't. It's tomorrow, and it doesn't work for Streamyard. It is November Sorry. one here, and it well, yeah, well what today is is a public holiday, and it's not because <gasps> of the Queen. I know Dennis was that those words were about to come Damn. out of Dennis's mouth. Damn it, I, I thought. You. I know, and 
it's Kangaroo Day. Is the, it's a world famous day, and it probably makes the sports section of your news broadcasts every year. It's called the Melbourne Cup, and it's a horse racing event, and it's known <laughs> worldwide. So it is a horse race today. Show so of hands. Heard let's of it. put up a whole bunch of comments that everyone's going to make now. Here we go. What have we got here? <laughs> Let me wait a moment. Here we go. We got a bit of this now. Okay. What is this? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I thought it was like Jack. I thought it was Jack uh, Robin Day or. Uh, oh, my God. They're all coming. Look at this. Koala or bear. Alan Jones. Or Daniel Ricardo Day. I mean, but the race, the horse race, starts in about an hour. It's like two right, well, p.m. We'll here. So can I put my can I put my money on Beefus? I think I think it can win easily. But let me tell you what we call it in Australia. We call it the race that stops the nation. That's what it's called. And you literally have the day off for this. It's a pub. It's Monday here, public holiday. This is now a party. <laughs> And everybody gets smashed, like absolutely. <laughs> and they all go dressed up in suits. And... Don't, don't laugh, Pardon? Monique. If Howard were in Australia, you'd take the whole month off for it. Exactly. <laughs> are you <laughs> planning on <laughs> drinking today and having fun? And I don't drink alcohol. He doesn't drink. I quit alcohol in 2018. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, we, had a, we had a drinking conversation, Monique, on the deafening. I was trying to give him my drinking coach. Try to get him back into it. And just, I had a problem with alcohol, out. and I'm I'm not uh, ashamed you know to admit I, I had a I have bad problem with alcohol. Actually, <laughs> taken down my alcohol. I mean, I just I so have I. I really okay. I really <laughs> I'm down to only drinking like either when I'm out to dinner or um at a social event. I don't drink at home. Almost. Do you ever all. do the one on one off, Monique? No, I usually do three off and one okay. on. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's so, phase four of the drinking. Oh, so good for my health, yeah. and I feel better when I go to sleep and all that stuff. But this is a whole conversation for another day. Do we're they ready. have a Mark Weber day down there? <laughs> Who's Mark Weber? Never heard of. He him. was a Formula One driver for a very long time. Okay, um, we got, we got, we got to get out of here. We got it. Hey guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.